do it i dare you love the disclaimer I, i'm never on this side of it where it says like hey your meeting's being recorded man yeah i always get on edge i'm like oh shit mm-hmm. I, can, I have to watch my mouth now yeah exactly huh. i'm always just like well fuck that cool story i was just telling because this is being recorded about <laughs> bomb threats we, we we know what happened to kanye when he started talking about the the shit that I was trying to talk about before you started recording. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's how they got on a Zoom meeting. They figured it all out on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah. yeah. The cancel culture thing is funny because it's like, did they actually invent it? Because I felt like that was that was like, you know, even for me, I'll, I'm kind of a guy. That I feel like go, they were the original people who, were, it, who yeah. were canceled. They got was it a canceled Tesla first. Edison thing. They co-opted it or something. Yeah, I first. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. It seemed kind of weird because, like, he was like, "You know who invented that?" I was like, eh, "I guess so, right?" Because you know, if you own everything, then you probably could cancel people the most. I mean, he kind of proved his point that they're they've at least like locked it down. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, people post memes like I think it was the Norm Macdonald like Weekend Update thing where it's like Kanye said that the Jews invented cancel culture. And the people who invented cancel culture are really mad and they're canceling him, you know, for him yeah, now. Freezing his, freezing his bank accounts. Yeah. <laughs> I know. This whole this whole Kanye West <laughs> thing has made me uh, it made a light bulb go off over my head because I saw a random tweet from, you know, Zenny X E N I. What set you this, from? Yeah. The, yeah, exactly. The what set you from? That's mm-hmm. it directly ties into my point. So she tweeted. My fellow whites do not initiate conversations <laughs> with black people about Kanye West this week and do not share your opinion on his behavior. This has been a public service announcement for my people who suffer from the malady of believing everything is about them, light supremacy. So here's my theory. I think that the woke SJW bullshit like this is actually, for some people, the natural progression of the wigger, right? Because mm-hmm. she moved from what set you from to this kind of talk. So for right. certain white people, they have an image of black people, whatever is the most popular image at the time, whether it's fucking 50 cent or, you know, some CRT professor from Columbia and they just adopt that thing. So Zenny in a sense is kind of 2022's version of a wigger and it sucks. It's like the worst version of a wigger. Yeah. hundred percent. And also wow. the fact is like, why does, why do like the people that are super like masochistic white people that really like look to any moment to kind of like distance themselves from from being white? Like, why do they always sound like Al Sharpton and like Martin Luther King when they tweet and stuff like my fellow whites <laughs> fellow whites, yeah. <laughs> is a day in which we are somber of the acts of uh, people that don't look like us, but we shouldn't agree with them, you know, and then it's like. Yeah, I don't know. I just, those sound like some like like insane like Selma, like the movie Selma or something. There's like this crazy third way you could go where you just treat people like normal people. No, it's, no it's, it seems Man, like that's the sweet spot, dude. That's the fucking yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. on the on the one side you have you know pearl clutching fear because you know some fucking Eritreans or Somalians move down the street, and then there's the other side which is you know my fellow whites. We must not ask black people about Kanye West. I'm asking every black. I'm asking my stepdad yeah. about Kanye West next time I see him. I'll be like, "What do you think, bro?" For sure, they, they they'll probably yeah. ask you, man. Like that's the thing. Like it's it's everybody's gonna be. This is one that is is it. This is one of those things that happens where like it's not just on Twitter. Like everyone's gonna know about this, you know. Yeah. And and it's <laughs> it gonna, broke the. It's gonna it's be like the Epstein. worst week of journalism of all time. By the way, like just just. <laughs> 
<laughs> the worst week. That worse than January 6th, worse than any of that stuff. It's gonna be awful. Great headline week. Like a great, you know, gonna be some screenshots to be to be shat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that Sarah Silverman posted about how yeah, you know, Ka- Kanye there. Kanye West is openingly threatening Jewish people, and all the replies are just her in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, blackface has been coming up a lot lately. Like just in my own private conversations, no pictures. There's no pictures. <laughs> I haven't done haven't done that. Whenever Sai has his camera off, it's blackface. By the way, if anyone yeah, it's, watches, it's straight up Rumble. Justin Trudeau, and that's yeah. a fetish. Dude, yeah. So. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not. He doesn't really trust the chemicals in the paint remover. You know, they're not really <laughs> holistic. Uh, so you just gotta leave it on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. Just sorry, guys. Yeah, it's carcinogens. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the uh, um, Joni Mitchell did blackface a long time ago, and it was like Hell it yeah. was well executed. If, if you look at it, it's <laughs> like, dude, it was. It was like, like you gotta just like be like at that point, like, all right, this one's fine. You know, it's like tropic tropic thunder level good, dude. Like fucking oh yeah, dude, it's, it's so yeah. good. Like it's like damn, like that looks it looks like like almost Bruno Mars. Like like it's like it's it pretty good, man. And uh like if a police sketch of Bruno Bro, Mars she does look like, like Bruno Mars, yeah, like a, a police sketch, somebody describing Bruno Mars doing something to them at like a bus stop, like like that's what it would look like. And, oh my uh, god this is the yeah, funniest like, shit i've but, ever seen but the ted dancing one is like is like pretty you can't really defend that one the ted dancing one where he literally has the white lips and stuff yeah that like, one's comic that, that one's, that one's pure, like and he's just like on curb your enthusiasm no big deal too like he's just like <laughs> and he has like random like abc shows where he's like a quirky college professor still that yeah. they show on every nfl commercial and stuff like it's he's immune dude. and he yeah. was dating Whoopi goldberg at the time when it happened <laughs> well that's, yeah, when that's it, the pass that's yeah the, yeah they used to give you a pass yeah <laughs> yeah that's the thing like oh my god this like, is what they took from us mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um like uh bill burr bill burr used to use his pass all the time now he like has to kind of reel it in a little bit but like bill burr used, and he's married to a black chick and he, he used to just air her out you know all the time oh yeah I remember yeah. being at a halloween party in i was in college so it was like 2006 or seven mm-hmm. and some 40 year old dude showed up to the party dressed as flavor flave because the flavor of love was hot back then, you know, yeah. and but he was like full on shoe polish grill. I mean, you have and, to, though. No one's going to know that's flavor flav. Like people are just going to be like, oh, that guy's a tweaker. You know, what I mean? you're just like a tweaker. Yeah. You just have a he clock. was a tweaker. He yeah, was well, a tweaker. Of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah the big ass clock. What if he had like New York show up with him, but like it was a white girl doing blackface, but to be That'd New be so York sick. as well. Like that just everybody went all in. <laughs> Commit to the bit. Yeah. Do it or don't. Yeah, exactly. Japanese people get a pass. Always. All, all those pictures with Snoop Dogg and the uh in like airports with black people wearing black face or Japanese people wearing black face. Yeah, like, like he doesn't care. Dreadlock, <laughs> dreadlock. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah i guess it's weirder when it's the people whose ancestors enslaved your ancestors <laughs> that's probably what makes it weird <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Ancestors. <laughs> probably the, yeah that's probably the, the missing part there but yeah not my ancestors my ancestors are like louisiana cajun trash so Hell we didn't yeah. do anything we um, actually i saw something online recently that said that cajun people came from this uh this law in france in the 18th century that if you were in prison 
they let you go because they were so overrun with prisoners. They would mm. let you go if you married a prostitute and moved to Louisiana. <laughs> oh yeah. And I was like, Oh, my like a rescue freaking, dog almost like, just like my please uncle take Frank, this <laughs> my uncle Frank <laughs> makes so much sense now. Like you yeah. can't understand what that dude said, says like ever I'll go over to visit them and he'll be like, you know, be able to get out, move on, yeah. you know, like to see homos <laughs> naked. Yeah. Or what was that? Is that Joe dirt? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, 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 it's an home Adam is, Sandler one, right? No, it's Joe. It's, or wait, you know, yeah, it's Joe Dirks. He's like, home is where you make it like that. But the guy's like, oh, it's like yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's basically the Adam Sandler character guy. That's What's the, the Adam Sandler movie with the with the Cajun guy? Waterboy with the Water frog leg yeah. cupcakes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, it was a common trope like of a 90s like slapstick yeah. shit movie it was like some. And in inaudible. a weird way, that's kind yeah. of that's my blackface, you know, mm. like that. It hurts me when I see those kind of stereotypes perpetuated in the mass media. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Just overall guys with one overall uh, strap on and stuff. My yeah. uncle Frank, bro, he literally wears overalls with nothing under them with one strap under. I don't know what that outfit even is. Like, that's just huh. how he fucking dresses. Um Hi, everybody, and welcome to Agitator. We're <laughs> hey here guys, to yeah. discuss 1987's Wicked City. Uh, I pulled up the info here so I don't sound retarded. Yeah, same. It's based on a novel series by Hideyuki Kikuchi. It's 11 novels long. The last one came out in 2016, and it was made into a movie by... What's this fucker's name? Uh, Ninja Scroll, uh, dude. Kawajiri, right. Yoshiaki Kawajiri. He was one of the Madhouse guys back in the day. He founded Madhouse, which went on to make like Trigun and Death Note, became a big anime studio. But Kawajiri did uh, Demon City, Shinjuku, Ninja Scroll, Wicked City, Vampire Hunter D. The novelist who wrote this book also wrote the Vampire Hunter D novels, so they worked together. Uh, Before we get to talking about Wicked City, though, some fun backstory. So we were having... Glenn and Sion to talk about uh, a movie. And I was just kind of scrolling Funimation to see like, oh, what would fit the rare candy guys? Like, what, what would they like to watch? And there was a baseball <laughs> one called Mix Mesa Story. And I was like, hey, how about this? And the picture's a dude pitching and, you know, y'all said, okay, yeah, that sounds fine. And then it turns out it's an anime for babies. It's like an incestuous. Which was news to babies. me that uh, you had to tell me that. I was like, oh, I thought this was like just how adults got down. I was like, yeah, I was like, the lines there a little, yeah. I mean, it looked like college prep too. Like, they're like, oh, we're seven or whatever in the show, but they're like fucking mm-hmm. in like college prep and stuff. Like, like yeah, 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 it's really it was... weird. It's really weird. So, I, I was, I was envisioning this as a show where we talk about the phenomenon of uh, Japanese baseball, but that was kind of a bust because, as we've said many times, we are retarded on the show and we don't do any research at all mm-hmm, uh, and i just kind of picked something and uh turned out to be a bust so we're talking about wicked city instead which is fun because it's rape pornography and uh, the complete mm-hmm. opposite of a show for babies yeah. a show for, yeah exactly exactly well see this one i thought was for kids the, this one i was like this one's for kids the baseball one's for adults no, they, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> complete complete reversal yeah. um so yeah wicked city um is a really important anime in the history of it because the characters are drawn more, I guess, lifelike than normal. They don't have the big eyes. They they're drawn semi-realistically and it actually caused a lot of controversy when it came out because of all the uh, rape 
that's in it. And there <laughs> really? had been uh, Uratsuki Doji had come out before that, and tentacle rape was kind of a thing, but it was more on the fringes. And Wicked City did this thing where it melded an actual story and a cool style with the rape. So I think it made people a little bit more uncomfortable, but uh, I'm interested to get y'all's thoughts on this movie. Yeah. I was like, was it rape half the time? Like, I mean, I know the tentacle part where the, where it's a punishment obviously is like rape that part, mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. other parts, like it just kind of something seemed like, that just seemed, seemed very Japanese to me. Was she was like, saying no, but did she really mean it? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was just kind of like, you know, just, just like it felt it felt just kind of like, Oh, we shouldn't, you know, like it just kind of felt, you know, just, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I was, I was, but I obviously the one where they're like, hey, these guys are rough. Watch out for these guys. Like that they're was, spit roasting her. That was yeah. definitely rape. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that was, yeah. That was the crazy part. Yeah. That was brutal, uh-huh. man. And and I will say I had to I'm just so new to like anime and Japanese drawing and, and just and stuff. I, at first, I thought the chick was just a double agent throughout most of the movie. The spider walking girl. And then yeah. the girl that saves them, and then they end up fighting and transporting. Oh, the guy. At first, I was like, I thought that chick was just two timing him. Like she was like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm actually the weird slithering person. And and so I thought that, <laughs> and then I realized, no, these are two. Later, I'm so like, what what Glenn's talking about is that at the beginning, our hero uh, Taki, which you know, shout out Takis, it's one of my favorite snacks. But mm. Taki is, uh, <laughs> yeah. he brings this girl home. Uh, he's been trying to get in her pants for months. He finally does. Turns out she's a spider. Yeah, uh, she can turn into a spider in her pussy. That shit happens. Teeth, All it's many right? such cases. Well, uh, many yeah. such cases of the pussy teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and can shoot and, webs, uh, right? Yeah, then yeah, I can shoot webs. <laughs> so spider girl, she, she's spider girl. I mean, it's like it's, that's metaphorical for how they steal all your clothes and shit and hoodies and stuff. They kind of just make a house in your place with a web. You know, they kind of just mark their territory. It's, uh, web it's is a home. It's, yeah, that's what I exactly. from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the the woman uh, tries to chomp his dick off. She escapes. And then uh, it turns out that in this world, there's our world and then this world of um, like demons, other things that sometimes come in and there's going to be a the, the black, the black world, world. Yeah, the black Shout world, out yeah. our conversation at the beginning. <laughs> Separated <laughs> by gonna... train tracks. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and anytime that world gets a little bit too uppity, we send in the military to, you know, uh-huh. keep it down. Uh, there's a a peace accord that's going to be signed. And so uh, our hero and his, uh, his new partner who's half, well, no, she's all demon. uh, Makie are tasked with protecting this perverted little old man so that he can live long enough to, to to sign the peace accord. And then madness ensues. But it's funny that you mentioned the the similarity between the women, Mm -hmm. because we did an episode on Ninja Scroll and we talked about the powerful chins so mm. this is the same guy, the guy who made Ninja Scroll made this one. And uh, the women are described, you know, like he talks about how she's the most beautiful woman that I've ever seen. And she looks like really kind of freakish, like her mm-hmm. chin comes down to here. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's not hot. Is Had that Johnny saying, Bravo so. chin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's Johnny Bravo chin. There's Johnny Bravo hair mm-hmm. a bit with the, uh, was that dude? Um, the bad guy when he changes into like the rock yeah rock yeah that's right i don't know his yeah. name but he looked like the guy from mortal Kombat. you know what I'm yeah 100 percent. yeah 100 yeah, percent. fuck i don't know the guy's name but i know exactly that's exactly what i thought of when that mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. 
the it has begun guy. Yeah, yeah. That was, I like the I like the chess the chess playing guy too. Was that the the, the with the guy that he's playing chess with? And it's like kind of like his his OG that he talks to. The he guy was gets great. His ripped off, and he's like, yeah. it's, the, it's the fake one. It's fine." Yeah, that was my favorite character by yeah, far. All Mm-hmm. I really <laughs> like that guy. Yeah. It was just the fake one. That was my favorite. Uh, that might have been my favorite villain too. The guy who came and like yells his mm-hmm. arm off. He's just yeah. like, Rah! and they're like, "Oh my god!" I thought he was dead. I thought they were killing him off right there. I didn't know he was gonna still be kicking it after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was good. I like the yeah. conversation the they have guy. while they're playing yeah. chess too. Yeah, I love like, that scene where he's that like, "Oh, great. I just, I just beat your ass in chess again," and then he's like, "So what's the?" pussy situation <laughs> oh you you rascal he's like oh man i didn't know you like to get wet you know like it was like, yeah. was like i didn't know you were you were sick like that i thought you were just a chess playing type of guy you know <laughs> chess yeah. players like pussy too yeah they like I, putting stuff up their ass and having it vibrate so that yeah. they can cheat do you guys see this shit Where oh yeah guy, he's got like a vibrating dildo in his ass so he can become a world champion I don't know how that works exactly. It seems. Kind I don't of like know. The, that's how the long way around. That's how the, the Strohs won the World Series. If that is so true. Yeah, Jose yeah. Altuve had one right up his ass. So yeah, <laughs> like curveball, like, and he's like, oh, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like three cell phone buzzes. Yeah, for like a slider. You know, yeah. two for a curve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the chess thing is funny because it's. I mean, it literally. What it is is it's a computer. I've looked into this. It's. A, it's a computer, you know, like, cause any computer can be at any grandmaster at chess now, you know, so you can follow computers moves, but it has to, if you have something up there, it like has to vibrate, you know, like night to B four or whatever. So B would be, mm-mm, and then four would be, mm-mm, <laughs> so you literally have to like wait until like, <laughs> yeah. and the funny, this guy, it's funny. He, he cheated before, like he <laughs> cheated at chess, you know? So he was caught. But he swears that he didn't do it this time. And the thing is, he's not a bad player. So it's kind of just like this weird fucking situation, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like guys that don't need steroids, but do them. Yeah. The pros. yeah. It was exactly. like something like that with poker, too. That one chick who made that crazy call with a jack four. Oh, yeah. She just, yeah. Had... She, she just went all in and, and flustered that dude, huh? Yeah. 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 She called, she called an all in bet with nothing. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know. When I saw that at first, I was like, that's kind of cool. Cause she just sort of read it yeah. and cause I used to be super into, you know, I'd watch videos from Phil Hellmuth and no, yeah, you know, for sure. like, uh, and I would, I was so into poker and I would go and I would play against people and I would always lose <laughs> because there would be some drunk dude who would just be like, oh, I'm just going to go. And he'd, you know, have like a two six or something. And then, you know, the turn would come up and it'd be a two and then the river would come up and it'd be a six and I would lose because I had like ace king. So I, mm. I saw that and I was like, well, I mean, that happens all the time, but it really, you know, it shook up the world of poker, I guess, mm. this this mm. woman, because she had like a ring or something that she had to take to a jeweler's to make sure it didn't have a camera in it. Yeah. And uh, there was something vibrating in her pocket. Maybe it was vibrating in her ass. You know, yeah. maybe mm-hmm. it was like a $5 donation. So. It could have been a $100 donation, super fan donation. Yeah. Uh huh. Who are we to say? Um, what if something was vibrating, but it had nothing to do with her cheating? It was just OnlyFans. What if it was like, watch me, you know, you can influence my poker match? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think... High stakes Texas hold them. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
I th- I don't know. I didn't look too deeply into that one, but I got the vibe that that dude was just pissed that he, because you know n- now everything's all autist nerd like everything. The the odds say you should have done this, but like mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. not gamble. You know, yeah, of course if you're a good world it's, class, exactly, it's gambling, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh-huh. she gave she gave the money back that she won in that hand. It was yeah. one hundred twenty five thousand. She gave it back. Wow. Oh, and that okay. Made people think that she was cheating more. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's, that that's a cheating sign when you give yeah. it back. That's, Come on. Yeah. Why would yeah, you give no. it back if you didn't? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got $125,000 in my pocket. I'm not giving that shit back. No. no. <laughs> yeah. You can stay mad. I don't and care. I'm surprised that the woman did that. I thought she'd go gone girl and dye her hair a different color and like skip down or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, I was, uh, that's to me is a W. That's, uh, I don't know. But all those like Andrew yeah. Tate, like chess guys, like are so annoying or chess and like poker guys like that, like have those meltdowns when like a woman does something. Uh, is you Andrew know, like, Tate into chess? Is that his that's thing? what he started? His dad was a professional chess player. Damn. Oh, and he died. His accent's so weird because he'll be yeah. talking like you and me and then he'll be like, isn't it? Yeah, it's like Christian Bale, like how Christian Bale slips into like Welsh sometimes. Like, he'd be like don't do that when he starts talking like all like, weird and like, don't talk to me like that. You know? yeah. That Welsh, Welsh is just retard. Yeah, exactly. no, have you heard, yeah. You've heard the Christian Bale where he, where he cusses the guy out on yeah. set. Yeah. On a, it was like on Terminator. On Terminator, where he just yeah. absolutely, that's one of my favorite, it's what made him my favorite actor. It's oh, like, it's when, I, when he goes sicko mode on that. Yeah. No, you walked up. in front and you fucking saw me and you did it. You thought it was funny. It wasn't funny. <laughs> and he like, yeah. And he, it's for like an hour long. I don't know. How, it's like, it, it's insane, man. But yeah, Andrew Tate has that where it slips out like this weird. It's like Dude's a weird. He's got a really long neck. He's got a super, yeah. like a giraffe neck. It's weird. Yeah, that's a red flag. Didn't he like, didn't he, actually he, like sex, he sex trafficked uh, Jordan Peterson's daughter too, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. What does that even mean anymore? <laughs> what, what is like, yeah, like to me, that seems like, like a, a promotional ad they both could do together. It's like, like WWF style or WWE style. It's like, why don't. You know, hey Andrew, why don't you why don't you traffic my daughter? You know, like, yeah. you do a whole thing, just traffic, and I'm mad, and you're happy about it. Like, this yeah. is all part of the hero's journey. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, it's just darkest before the dawn. Both our numbers are really in the gutter, bud. Yeah. Dude, I, <laughs> I I hate the people that like hate him, but man, he just cries too much in interviews for me to ever take him like seriously. You know, oh, he's, totally, he's, yeah. He's yeah. a total pussy, and I but I agree with you. I hate the people who hate yeah. him more than yeah, I yeah. Him. It's a weird you know? thing. It's like yeah, it's, it's kind of like Kanye. I love Kanye. I agree. Also, yeah, so, so Glenn and I, yeah. No so notes. I think I'm a little more of a Kanye defender than Glenn I don't is. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's, I just think it's fake. I think it's all fake. I think but it's when I, I we were Andy talking Kaufman. about this what's, on fake? Thing. what's fake about this his whole thing fake? is like a performance art just like the stuff he says everything feels really calculated and really like you know this is the guy who like picked out his mm-hmm. wife's outfits for all these years like everything is like this calculated aesthetic that he's trying to achieve um and then like because he went from like the george everything just seems like this like public event that's like scheduled that he has to do like, even the george mm-hmm. bush doesn't care about black people stuff everyone forgets about that the one that is true kirk hank katrina it always just felt like a and cut you know what i mean like Uh, like somebody doing that afterwards and i just and then he ends up like apologizing for like some of this stuff like he already did like the iran revolution thing like qualifier where we need to we need to save the women in iran like like he already started doing that like 20 minutes later and then when he said he liked candace owens which whatever if you like her or you don't it's Uh not a big deal but like he he basically said i like the way she thinks and then he's like not really though like 
a, a day later. So it's like, yeah, he, he like wants to own the internet for a day and then just go back to being like just a dork. You know, that's always yeah. my thing, but yeah. I don't, I don't have I don't the see the, I don't see the handler. I don't see the handler aspect of it. It feels very much like a person who's fucking flailing around. Who's really good at annoying people. He's always been good at annoying people. And it, I don't know. It seems it seems genuine to me that he's, oh the Jewish stuff is genuine by the way every rapper yeah, doesn't yeah. like Jewish people like every black rapper like that's ever done like it's like a love time. hate thing right yeah they kind of they kind of need them kind of kind of don't like them yeah, if like, they I, want a lawyer you want them to be Jewish but your exactly. record label your label your record- guys is gonna be Jewish too so it's like there's this thing like Ice Cube was like kind of the OG guy to do that where it was just you know Jerry Heller basically stole all the NWA money mm-hmm. and. uh then for like six years he was just Louis Farrakhan, like Nation of Islam. Black Cube. Cube. Yeah, yeah. Best best he, day on Twitter of all time. Like in my opinion. Was <laughs> he, was, he was just de- he was, was Ice Cube it. sharing like Pepe's with like the black cube in its hand and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> just shit that he found like on the internet. I love it. Yeah. It's, just, it's just so funny to me. You can't even talk about, you know what I mean? Like, no, you talking can't. about it is anti-Semitism. And it's like, I don't get how this is, you know, just acknowledging that certain people have certain influence in certain places you can't just say they they're not in power that's all i'm gonna say you just can't like you have Mm -hmm. to just admit that like whatever the nefarious stuff like whatever that you want to who's in who's responsible for this and that but they're like no we don't know there's like no power whatsoever and you're like Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Yeah. like like like, like, come on you know like just like own that at least like that's that's always that's always where i come from where it's just like all of a sudden it's like this bat signal and every dot substack person except for us goes like insane and like has to do the kanye response thing like Mm -hmm. and and it's just like why can't it just be like all right, guys, like this guy's really taking it way too far and stuff, <laughs> but we do need to talk about wealth redistribution, you know, and just things or just <laughs> things like that. Like, but that's it's like everything's just like anti-Semitic dog whistle. But then it like then you start to feel the like conspiracy part of it happening because you're like, why are they all talking at the same time about this? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like what is that? What is yeah. that? It's just like, dude, it's like they're like faking you out a little bit. It's like, like COVID whenever, you know, you, you say something about vitamin D and people are like, oh, here comes Alex Jones. Yo, what the, I was just D. thinking about yeah, that the today. Sun. Yeah. It's yeah. the fucking sun. It's right wing to want to take vitamin D now or something. Or, yeah, it's yeah. right wing to want to take vitamin D or, you know, the whole anti-Semitic dog whistle thing stopped working for me around Occupy. Because Occupy was all about holding bankers accountable. Yeah. And people started being like, what do you mean by bankers? What are you trying to say about bankers? <laughs> what do you try to say about bankers? Yeah, it's like, oh, hedge, hedge fund managers. Like, what do you mean by that? People what was that? Money, like, what is it? Glenn, what was that thing you sent me? That reply that was like the it's the white Christian bankers that oh, yeah, I, saw this, I saw this one guy doing that. And he's like, and white Christian bankers are doing that. I started dying. Laughing. I was just like, I was like, because they they they, they see that like Wells Fargo's from like Des Moines, Iowa. So they just think yeah. it's like some no country for old men like truck stop guy like that runs the world or something. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, sorry. Like <laughs> Christian bankers. Yeah. And forgive forgive me for bringing up Harry Potter both on our pod and yours and at Deuce. this point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, the, but the come on the the Gringotts bankers that shit is funny, man. I'm sorry. People are like, did you see? It's like, yeah, we we saw it. Dude. <laughs> you know where we're? You guys know where we're 
we're talking about the the bankers with like the hooked nose yeah yeah, yeah. uh what, what are they the goblins yeah the goblins. Goblins. My, fa- goblins. my favorite my favorite jewish caricature is Watto from the phantom menace That's oh Watto's one. yeah Watto's great the hat yeah, with the elephant nose and he's like Ooh, you know, <laughs> I sold your mom to a slavery. Yeah, he's just, yeah. C-3PO always leaned Jewish to me. Yeah, because of the the, being the gold. Yeah, no, it wasn't because the gold. Yeah, not, <laughs> not that silver. I don't Bro. see color, so silver gold it wouldn't have mattered. But uh, I don't care if he would have been purple. But the uh, the if the, just his whole like neurotic thing, like scrub. Oh, oh dear, you know, just like R two D two is definitely he's definitely Polish. Yeah, like stocking yeah. dude. Yep. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Now the funny one of the funniest uh, <laughs> tweets that I saw was to Kanye under his you know anti-Semitic rant or whatever, and it was like Kanye, why do you think that the slave trade took a day off on Saturday? Think about <laughs> it. <laughs> i don't know if that's true yeah i, I, check guess, it. I, I feel like I there was a seven day it. a week thing like going on yeah. like there's big like, business dude there's big money to be made just a sharecropper <laughs> like hasidic sharecropper in like the south <laughs> yeah, just, uh, yeah. Oh it looked, it looked a lot be... different than what they told you man let me tell you that much but it's crazy that like famous famous rappers are the ones that are able to go off on this topic yeah. you know and i'm not saying oh, they don't yeah. get pushed back but they're like yeah. the they're the ones that right. talk about because it because it, you know, it becomes an oppression olympics thing right like you nipsey know, yeah. was this close dude yeah, yeah. yeah he was yeah, this totally. close. he was he was the next guy that's, to do it and... that's why he got got you know i mean mm-hmm. he yeah. was uh like it, it's it, yeah because like you get into this whole you know these argumentative phases where they can claim anti-Semitism, but then, you know, there's anti-blackness, racism, whatever, and it kind of cancels itself out. So all of a sudden people, because like they don't own the bank, like whatever your opinion is on, like, if you're like super Twitter racist or anything like black people don't own banks, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, there's a clear power dynamic (laughs) between they're going to win that one as far as (laughs) who gets to say what, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. and and that was like my whole thing with ice cube where I was like, like, it's going to be a guy like, you know, Goldman Sachs guy, like tweeting like cube, like "Uh, for real, man, like, is this a parody? Like, you know, (laughs) like tweet. And it's like, just leave him alone. Like, I don't know. Just, it's like this, it's, it's this thing where it's like, I don't even freak out about it. Like other guys do on the internet, but you're just like, why does it become this like national emergency, like five alarm fire every time, like somebody tweets about it though. Like what? Seems like, weird, right? Yeah. Seems weird. Like why does but that But I think happen? the big question guys is what are we going to do about it? What can we do about this? convert? I um, feel like we need to convert. <laughs> convert. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Glenn Rockstein. I'm going to be, uh, <laughs> be, uh, you know, I was going to bring up convert. Yeah. Like what, 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 what do you guys think about conversion that's such a fucking trip to to me just not even just for that particular faith but any of them i don't know it's it's interesting. i have a good friend i have a good friend who converted to yeah. judaism it, yeah she's a sweetheart yeah she how long she was just, that process to convert yeah uh it took a while it took a while she kind of started getting into it uh she was reading like Maimonides and Midrash and stuff like that and, and just getting into the whole and I was I was taking uh you know Jewish studies at the time so like we would talk about it I just didn't get I just didn't get that into it you know yeah. I was like okay this is cool but you know it's not really 
for me but no she's full on i mean she goes to the synagogue i mean she's jewish right i mean she she converted so maybe like a year i want to say or maybe a a year of you know talking with a rabbi and getting the whole thing figured out but uh no i think that i think that judaism the same as uh islam christianity buddhist i think every religion uh has some cool shit to it of course like there's yeah. there's some genuinely cool shit in there it's just Definitely. like you know yeah it's just, I, I i don't know man it's like this overarching like kind of thing that like you can't talk about and like the kanye thing was weird it's like i got re he got reinstated to like say that or something right wasn't that wasn't right. that the, what happened i was like, this is that's why that's why my whole kanye thing was like okay it's always some weird you- plot I am with you on the performance. I'm a hardcore Kanye defender. I'm like, he's so me for real, for real, kind of like. Yeah, but, just call it uh, what it is. That's, uh, yeah. It is like, performance art. And that's part of like my defense whenever yeah. people are like getting up in arms. I'm like, have you, did you just find out who Kanye is? Right. Do you not realize he's been doing this forever? Like, Dude, he sent yeah. me, Sai sent me in like, freshman year of high school sent me an mp3 cd that had the college dropout on it i didn't i didn't stop listening to it for like ever i was like this is like the best it was like 120 song cd mp3 cd and like the last 15 songs were the college dropout or whatever however many songs were on that album i was like dude i love this guy but Mm -hmm. the antics are the antics i'm not even like disagreeing with half the stuff he says probably most of it i agree with but i'm just like i don't know man it just it just seems like these weird it just seems so cal. It doesn't seem unhinged, and I think it should be unhinged. You know, yeah, like it should be like, like Tila Tila Tequila was unhinged. Yeah, like, that was a person who had some serious mental illness. She was in full on <laughs> SS outfits and shit. She was just like she went on one, and I mean, even Britney Spears, like she seems genuinely crazy because she's not coherent enough to have a narrative around what she does, right? Like she's just posting weird shit to Instagram and. But yeah, I see what you guys mean about Kanye. If it, I mean, it's when funny because. Him, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. When, go ahead. Like when I hear him rant, I'm like nodding seventy five percent of the time. When I'm like, "Yo, like I," these are like the kind of thoughts I think, you know, where I'm like, mm-hmm. "I get what you're like." Really the going about. to the TMZ office, like that, always just seems like this weird thing. I'm gonna go to the TMZ office and say this. <laughs> like I'm just like, ah, all right, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know. know I'm just that. I'm being. <laughs> No, the slavery is a choice. That was at the TMZ office. <laughs> He's like in there with that whatever mm-hmm. the old the Jewish guy that runs TMZ, Harvey, whatever that guy's <laughs> name is. They got like the jet black like toupee on. He's like, oh, this is wild, Kanye. Thanks, man. Like, That's crazy. Yeah, like, like that always just felt so. I I think I people. That's like an unpopular opinion, especially with like our audience and stuff. People always go like, yeah, I don't know like what you're talking about. That's fine. That's like I don't like want him stopped. I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to take them down, you know. I'm not. I'm not. What's one of what's unpopular with your like, audience? The... Oh, they love Kanye. They think Kanye is like a prophet oh, or something. Right, right, right. Like it's this weird, like, like kind of irony. I feel like it's like veiled in irony. That's really annoying. Like this, like mm-hmm. I feel like just like Kanye earnestly. I hate this, like yeah. ironically, like he's so epic. Like oh my god, can he say that? Like like I hate that whole that whole consumption of like people. It's really annoying to me. Like, and yeah. it's like, just like Kanye for who he is, which it sounds like Kelby's like on that hype. Like just, yeah, it's the music, right? Yeah. Like you like the music. You maybe I like, like his antics vibe. too. I just like, um, I, I, I'm kind of coasting at this moment with like, all what is the voice right now? Shit. You know, what's it, what's that voice he's using right now? 
Like that's not even. His oh regular. yeah. What is happening? No, that there? was weird. I heard him on, uh, or he was on Tucker Carlson. On Tucker. And I was like, "What the fuck? What does he? What does he sound like?" I didn't dude, listen to that. He sounds. Dude, he sounds like. Um, there was a Disney Channel show called Smart Guy back in the day. It was like Smart mm-hmm. Guy's dad. <laughs> Like is what he sounds like now. <laughs> like, like just that's this a, like that's a deep pull. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I thought of that, but it was just he's a smart guy. Yeah, that was a good song. Good song, good show. But uh Kanye produced it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, little did little did we know. Yeah. Well, he was working on the blueprint. He was uh he was he did that, uh, that song too. But no, that he, he sounds like that. He has this weird voice now, and it's like his his jaw sounds like worse now, too. Like his jaw surgery that he had in like heavy yeah like 2001 or when did that happen like Uh 2000 2001 did that car accident but now it sounds like it's actually affecting him it's really weird like i just i get confused by the guy yeah i know it's it's, it's killer it's conversation killer i i don't know i just i just it's it's nuance whenever whenever you get into nuance it's it's a problem for podcasting yeah because you're like i don't know i have complicated thoughts and i have very complicated dead air after that it's like oh well yeah i have fairly simple thoughts about kanye i think 10 of 10 no notes Nah, like I'm <laughs> I'm coasting right now with the performance art shit. I'm just like, yeah, this yeah. is him. This let is it him. ride. It'll, you know, yeah, uh, it's just it yeah. used, what's he, used, he oh, the most interesting thing he's done recently was the uh having a bunch of Kanye lookalikes <laughs> trying to orchestrate them to like harass Pete Davidson, but none of them knew where to go. <laughs> yeah, that's so based. See, so that's there's all cool. these Kanye Pete lookalikes Davidson all over the so place. Funny. The 9/11, they're the like, 9/11 tweet where are we supposed like, to go did you guys see his 9-11 tweet no about way, pete what? davidson's dad yeah i didn't hear oh, about either oh, oh, i thought i thought pete davidson did another 9-11 tweet i'm like oh i'm milking this still yeah, yeah, right. no, yeah. He, he was like you know r.i.p your dad like rest in piss or something i don't know it was crazy like he was <laughs> crazy <laughs> <laughs> yo but honestly pete davidson's got a hillary clinton tattoo man i don't give a fuck. no like, like pete davidson you see kanye going at pete davidson you know who had the day off on 9-11 <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's funny about kanye is that i've been a kanye defender for a really long time so i'm remembering you know 2012 2013 some of the you know george bush doesn't care about or yeah that, I guess that was earlier, but that uh, was like that was like oh six oh seven. Yeah, yeah, that was much mm-hmm. earlier, but a little bit later. Oh, the Taylor Swift stuff. Yeah, it would have been yeah. the Taylor Swift era, uh, where I would be on Facebook defending Kanye West against people, and the same people who hated him then hate him now. So I'm a big proponent now of people don't actually have logical, you know, like Glenn. Everything that you were saying about it, it seeming fake. Right. That seems like somebody who's actually thinking and and, and analyzing something and mm, making mm-hmm. an opinion about it. But I'm a I think now that people just they start with something, Kanye is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they move through life and find ways to meld everything that he does into a preconceived thing. Right. And a big light bulb went over my head today because there was this tweet from this uh fucking scientist guy you you tweet i saw oh yeah that tweeted. one made me sick to my stomach and I he was exactly. like you know if you're disagreeing with science you're just wrong mm. and if science ends up being wrong then we'll change it 
and will become more correct, but you are wrong if you disagree. And oh, how convenient. <laughs> so many, so many light bulbs go off in my head because I was like, oh, this is how these people actually think. Yeah. Right. This is how they think. They think like we are just, we are correct and you're wrong. And then if it turns out we're wrong, then we become right and retroactively make everything that we do right, but you're always wrong. And I was like, oh, this is the way people think. Oh, they this love hierarchy. They love like regular, just like science fucking love science lives. They love hierarchy because I mean, mm-hmm. that's science, right? Like they love, they love all during COVID. I, it was such a way I told everyone it was such a waste to like debate your like libtard mask friend because yeah. they're not, they're going to say, what do you know? And you're like, well, what do you know? And they're going to go, I don't know anything. Libs love to tell you they don't know anything, but they know the experts that do. They'll they'll name the six experts that do that they got the information from. So it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, oh, I'm an idiot. I'm just a, a I'm just a dog. I'm walking on all fours in the house, just waiting for this timer to go out off of where, I get, where I could just have this bowl of food. I could scarf Neil deGrasse up, like, Tyson feeds me a bowl and yeah. some chum every day. Exactly. Just just uh, they love they love that. Like they're very submissive and 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 they they love the hierarchy more than anybody does man like it's 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 so weird and that's exactly what the science thing is it's the sentient being that goes in place of any metaphysical belief that you might have because everybody yearns for that there's no matter the biggest atheist of all time still has a void where they need to worship something as much as somebody would god or anything else like that they always have that void and it gets filled in way worse way more temporary way more flawed things like what this guy was saying about science like this covid shit yeah because Mm -hmm. like this tweet i think is is kind of if not indirect response it's it's you know taking the temperature of the room and they're starting to find out that surprise, surprise, their response to COVID was flawed. And you kind of just should have given people, you know, HCQ, ivermectin, vitamin D, uh, Z-packs basically, right? You should have given people Z-packs and and told the people who are at most risk to isolate uh, and the rest of the people to go about their business, which is again, what I was saying in 20, March of 2020, Right? I was saying that oh. shit in 2002. Yeah. <laughs> in 2002. <laughs> I interrupted right? the Hurricane Katrina benefit to say George Bush <laughs> doesn't care about hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah. it's like, and it's like, so now they're starting, they're starting to figure this out, but they're still having to defend their territory. Right. So it's like, okay, so we were wrong about fucking everything. And we killed a bunch of people with ventilators and vaccines and whatever right. else. Right. By the way, the Korean artist, uh, Kim, Kim Jong-sil, I believe his name was, this brilliant artist, uh, he just had a heart attack at 47. And Kentaro Miura, who did Berserk, his heart, he had a, a, what do you call that fucking shit, when your heart just like comes apart? Aortic dissection. Yeah, they just aortic made dissection. that shit up along with COVID. Yeah, aortic di- wow. like So all these like manga artists are dying because their hearts are exploding and they're in their 40s or 50s, all oh, men. And it's like, what why did that happen again Uh like what (laughs) did that was that maybe but so like all this kind of stuff is coming out and uh the 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 science crew is figuring out ways to position it where it's like hey look the only thing that's important is that we are the most correct at the time based on the data that we have (laughs) right whereas freaks like the four of us are saying like this is like what are you doing like this is terrible and uh, we we get to always be the freaks who are wrong. Well, that's you know the thing. I mean? That's you. You never get credit 
for you, you never get that self that reflection from anyone else like hey this person that i thought was really bad and crazy was actually right about many of the things way mm -hmm. before i even knew about him or was like mate, let's look into that and, you know that's a very high level of thinking actually that's not very high that's just kind of like basic shit that no one does anymore you know and that it's no a, one does yeah uh -huh, yeah, yeah. But my whole thing with the whole conspiracy aspect of it is I I really do think they played they were successful they you know uh but they Parent, uh, triple parentheses yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I I really think this was too big a stage for all this shit like enough percentage of people and it, I don't even mean the majority but enough saw what happened and were like whoa what the fuck like that you know what i mean so i don't think they could pull off something like this of this magnitude again i think it's the start maybe this is just me being optimistic but I, this is the start of things crumbling that that type of thinking crumbling that allows for things like this to happen i don't know i, I know other things I, are gonna i yeah. kind of disagree because i think people actually yeah, I like too. i think people liked it Ooh. they do like it thank you people so love much. it dude, dude. And you ask the most base I, person of all time they're like well dude like for me like i was cool during the <laughs> lockdown like no like for me yeah like but the right. schools like should have been open and anybody right. if, that, if you yeah. have that shred of mm -hmm. latin in your head you'll the next one you're all in just personally uh, and then it just a bunch of people are like well ethically this doesn't seem right but i get to play fifa for six hours today while i'm right for i was i was LinkedIn. this close to fucking killing myself during the lockdown I was like this close. And then my mm. wife got pregnant and I was like, okay, I can't do it. <laughs> Damn, like that's literally yeah. what, what was like pulled me out of this funk. Cause I was like, I don't want to live in this world. Right. I saw like the, the CBDCs coming down the road. And I saw like all this, like the fact that people were so easily manipulated and that they could just do whatever they wanted to with us. And I was like driving my car and I was like, mm, I could just finish all this shit. You know, like I could just mm. start over again, return through the wheel of Samstara. Like I'm, I'm not even joking. Like I was, I was this close to. Just Wait, was like, that? No, was that serious too? Like you were really like, yes, yeah, I, oh, yeah, we're gonna yeah. Do this. I was, wow. I was just about done. Well, I had been abandoned by most of my people who I thought were my friends, right? Except for yeah, like yeah. Kelby and a few other isolation. People. Yeah, I was right isolated. Kelby, I was like, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. but it was more of just like this, this bigger, broader. Because I, I don't know, I, I, I've attempted suicide before right you know like it's just it's kind of like you know you have a fucked up head you just do fucked up yeah you're a writer shit. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so like Case i was closed. like i would be on, i would be on facebook of all places and i would just be thinking like i'm gonna fucking kill my like i'm done i'm gonna kill myself <laughs> sorry i'm not i don't mean to laugh at that <laughs> no I'm, it's funny i no, like, kind no, of felt that way hilarious. like <laughs> i don't go as far as you did but i was like whoa it's a rough day today i think like yeah, I yeah was, no it would be yeah. I, I would i was really fucking close and then it would be compounded by the fact that nobody would care about that you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i would talk to people who are my friends and they'd be like Oh, you're gonna kill yourself? Or people are are fucking dying, and I would be like, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, nobody's, me too, yeah. yeah. Nobody's nobody's <laughs> yeah. hearing me, and like the few things that saved me were literally just like some podcasts, which sounds gay, but like just some stuff no, that I was listening I, to where I was like, oh, mm -hmm. people, there are other people who are in the same boat as me who think this shit is all crazy. And then, of course, like now I have a kid, so I can't do it. Yeah. Well, no, right. well, you know, it's crazy. You know. Well, congrats on that, first of all. Uh, yeah. But it's like Glenn and I started this thing. And, you know, we don't always, we've been friends forever, but, you know, we like lived in different places and stuff and all that. And then we just started doing this thing together. And it was like, 
right when it happened is when we started it and we kind of went through this whole thing together and like it kept me sane for sure along with my girlfriend and like my you know Mm -hmm. where it was just like i didn't even know Mm -hmm. what i would where i would be without like that with the whole network of oh dude you know it's yeah it's crazy yeah no if if i was isolated i would have like fucking shot up pfizer or something like that we have we now we we can shoot up together yeah yeah Yeah. we had we had this guy on from australia and they had it like real rough over there Mm. and he was like a base guy from australia um he was cool i met him through like like sports twitter and stuff he's like hey i I like i'm down to talk about all the shit that happened in australia i said yeah cool he comes on and he was like dude i used to have to facetime with my friend like once a day to make sure he didn't kill himself because he's like yeah. i knew my friend was doing that bad like he didn't believe in this stuff this much like it was it was crazy he was like like he would get nervous if he like wasn't in a time where he could do that or if connection was bad or if his phone was dead or something like that like like it was yeah. it was nuts i didn't have yeah. that um for me and i i i i never had the work from home option either so i didn't get tempted with the that's the that's the apple in the garden of eden by the way is working from home i i'm not trying to hate people get really fucking like smeagol with it when you make fun of that and they like freak out like hop in the corner and like start (laughs) crawling on the ceiling like hereditary or something you're like what the fuck man like i'm just trying to say you know this isn't good yeah it's Mm -hmm. it's like eating like refined sugar you know this isn't good Mm-hmm. but it tastes good and you love it and you for some reason can't imagine life without it um and but like i'm like i see people that are way too into that and it's like that's that's the bargain that's when when weird like fascist things happen it's not as like that's what i learned it's not as like theatrical as you think right yeah. exactly it's all it's exactly. it's these things it's always these like mm-hmm. slow bartering micro steps yeah, yeah they, they actually happen. they actually make your life better yeah, ex- quote unquote, exactly right? they make your life better they're like well I, I i forget uh this is another epiphany that i came to i guess later than you but i was like oh they gave us all this shit like i can I can press like three buttons and see like the craziest porn ever. You know what I mean? And I can not leave my home and have money deposited in my account and it's all good. And I have a, Oh, that's what it was. I was reading this book called discipline is destiny by Ryan holiday. Who's like a stoic pop. I saw you tweet about that. Yeah. Type guy. Yeah. 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 And he was talking about uh, Carter, right? The boxer the guy who got jailed for something he didn't do Ruben Carter, basically yeah, like, Carter. like hurricane Carter. Right. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he went to jail, he had the, the jailers, the, the guards or whatever, take away his blanket, his pillow. And he like slept on the floor and he didn't take any amenities. And he said, you know, if they can't take anything away from you, you actually have freedom. Wow. And when I listened to that, I was like, Oh fuck, that's what happened to all of us. Yeah. They've given us all pillows and blankets and safety, and now they have something over us. If if they didn't yeah. have any of that shit over us, there's nothing they could take. COVID would happen, and they'd be like, "Well, you know, you could die," and we would just we would be like 13th century peasants in the Black Plague, and be like, "I mean, yeah, we're all dying anyway, <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't yeah. fucking matter." Yeah, no, it's sad. You'd hear people like I'd hear just anecdotally people talking about, you know, just they'd be, you know, with me like ah, this is all bullshit. But they'd be like, hey, we have two positive cases in my work. That means we get to work from home the next two weeks. I'm just like, so you guys are doing mass testing at work. Like you want this cycle to keep going just so you could have a fucking 
day at home like a child and i get it for some people because they get to see their kids more i get that like that's i can understand that being cool but it's like that means your kid's not in school sometimes right i mean i mean i know there's a scenario where maybe your kid goes to school and you work from home whatever well there's scenarios for everything but yeah there's scenarios for that but it's like that it's just this it's this thing like i'm sorry society was fine when parents went to fucking work and their kids fucking got home from school like that we didn't we didn't have a bad society pre-covid like i i I, we didn't if anything it made me appreciate it more you know and that's 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 the psyop i bought into at least is that the world actually was cool before this you know like Mm. maybe that's true I think that's perfect setup for a society, like perfect structure, honestly. And I used to be like uh, one of these people who was like, when I was working for somebody else, I was like, man, 40 hour work week is bullshit. And then when I started doing shit for myself, I was like, I need like fucking 80 hours a week to get shit done. Yeah. And the whole setup of like, can I please have an entire weekday, an entire weekday? I need your ass to be in school. Stop sneezing and making the teachers freak out and send you home and i need every like i need this shit to be monday to friday on a schedule where it's work time like you get shit done and and then it's i don't know but you're working for yourself though right is that is that is that how what i get well that's based you can do that i that that i agree with i and i were talking about that we're like work from home for yourself is the coolest thing of all time and that's always been the case you know what I mean? Like that's that's the money yeah, you can make yeah. from yeah, like work, but like work from home where it was like, okay, I had this office job, and then because of this catastrophic emergency that clearly wrecked the world, regardless of your take on it, you think it wrecked mm. the world, right? Whether you're the most blue pilled like normie of all time that thinks you're escaping this plague by working from home, or B, you're the person that loves working from home, or you understand that it's bullshit and all that stuff. Either way, you think it wrecked the world that's that's what's weird to me is like you became this fortune 500 person that's able to work from home to get all your stuff delivered to you get everything that's that's you know that you all basic activities that you used to have are different you know but if you're working from home dude if you use covid to make this opportunity i mean tell i'm what's what we're trying to do shit like you know like that that opportunity is great i've been doing that for like five years and it sucks sometimes but it's cool too just, oh yeah yeah it's people no, yeah, yeah. people send me books and i fix them and then they send me a thousand dollars and sometimes it's five books a month and sometimes it's two so it's yeah, weird it's, what makes money now like the infrastructure it's not entirely on covid but they used co- like the whole during covid a lot of fuck shit happened that like made it things this way i was in construction like i was work i was a carpenter Mm-hmm. And now I won't even take those kind of jobs. I'm like, what? I'm going to work all week and make 50 bucks. Literally, literally like, nothing. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking. St- no, I'm not going to do it. Everything it's, became it's crazy. Gig. The kind of shit that I can make money doing now. Yeah. The, everything like, became gig work, basically, like just everything. Any any and that I mean, carpentry, you want to talk about something that requires like skill and precision and just a competent person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you that can just be outsourced because someone's just so desperate to just get a job for a week, week and a half like that. That's a, I work in that, that field too. It's, it's scary. I mean, like, thank God, like I have like a good setup where I am and like my company has contracts with people and stuff, but like to where none of that changed, like that's where I'm thankful for is like really nothing changed for me, my actual job. For oh COVID. yeah. Not during was, COVID. Yeah, yeah. I was doing so much commercial shit. Do y'all know Bucky's? Y'all know the, uh, is a company. It, 
shit do we have to bleep? no we don't have to bleep that fuck it um i don't know him so yeah but yeah it's it's a big gas station all over texas and oh the with the beaver yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, we don't have those, but I see people use their little t- Twitter avies as buckies. Yeah, I built pretty much all of I one part like me and Marcus. <laughs> shout out Marcus. Shout literally, out Marcus. literally two people built the majority of all those cabinets that are in that all those mega stores. Damn. Damn. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm Googling right here. It says there was a huge cabinet accident at this Bucky's. Um, <laughs> yeah. over here. I was like, man, uh, yeah. that was after <laughs> I left. You might want to skip town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Bucky's but... cabinet maker outed as child <laughs> yeah. rapist. Or... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you no. found it right there. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, no, shout out. I, we do not have Bucky's out here. I cannot speak to the, uh, the quality, uh, uh, either way, but, um, no, I, it's like, like I I had I made you know I I didn't get to work from home but like I I knew people you know because I was doing a COVID podcast right like for the longest time people would reach out and that was the thing they wouldn't give up they would do these weird yeah. things where and I don't care if you got the fucking shots I don't care it doesn't matter what you did but they feel the need to justify it to me privately yeah. it's really weird they hit me up and they go look dude like like yeah like I understand this is like the ruling class trying to fucking blah, 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 all this like nonsense like talking to me. <laughs> When really the reality is that they took the work from home job, they took the shots, they did all these things. I'm like, why are we talking? Like, what are you like? It, if, what, that yeah. you 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 did the thing. Like, and I know that you'll do it again because you value that little thing you have in your life. You probably worked your whole life. You probably went into debt trying to get that job, you know. And mm. and that's fine. We're not the same though. Like, I work a shit job that I don't like, and it's not rewarding. It's actually terrible and makes me really sad. And I'm doing anything to not do it, but. I don't need to hear your justification about why you're based actually, you know, like, I just don't know why you would do that. I just, I just don't, I have a hard time understanding (laughs) why you would get that shot. It just, it just seems like a bad choice to me. I don't know. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm sympathetic to the people that like had to get it, but a lot of people chose to like, it's, it's like, like lined up for it. Like Jordan's dude, it was fucking weird, man. Like there were people that were like outside of it, like that got it the first fucking day. Like, and I'm just like, imagine that dude like just in your head like i don't know like young people i get it i get it when there's like some 78 year old person that who who believes that they are currently being propped up by doctors like the reason Mm -hmm. they're here is because the guy at c their pharmacist at cvs and their primary care practitioner is keeping them alive i understand when i see them double masked in line for shots like it's whatever i wish i could speak to them but that's not who i'm concerned about but i'd see like 25 year old dudes strong like, like oh i'm immunocompromised the fuck yeah, does that mean which is what does that, that even mean yeah you have to learn if you learn that from you learn that from tiktok like people talk about we learn things from like facebook like bad health things like weird health things like you learned what immunocompromised was from tiktok yeah, you know what i, I mean? remember a friend a friend who i had for a really long time uh sent me a i don't know just a mean facebook message because i was in the early days i was showing the covid data and i was being like hey guys it seems like a lot of people are surviving this and that it might be old people maybe fat people who are dying from oh it. yeah and an, an immunocompromised friend sent a message and he was like go fuck yourself like i'll die if i get this and i'm like okay well all right with that mentality beta yeah already calling your death from covid dude like, i'll be at walmart i'll see people in a rascal scooter and i'm like i am not dying before them there's no fucking way no. like i'm not gonna die before that person 
you know david told people, me how i'm gonna die so i'm like cool I can what happens oh what oh happens. you're talking about the show that the the program or ava or is it a person i thought i know your anime show i thought you were talking about Evan. oh no no no, no. Da- a, david told a, me. oh david i thought you said ava i was like yeah my bad <laughs> well how did you how did what would i miss that so what who's how you're gonna die i was in text i was like uh we were in the group chat and we were talking about how all of us were gonna die or whatever and like bet we were starting a, a deadpool on ourselves and then mm. da- david texts me privately and goes so here's my predictions and i'm gonna live to be like in my 60s so i can do whatever i want yeah i could see you being sneaky 97 dude just being that but, but everyone sneaky wondering 97. how but what but wondering <laughs> everyone wonders how you know right. where everyone's like how the fuck did that guy get to see 97? nobody knows dude nobody knows yeah. That I've, I, one of the things that changed my life was seeing this documentary about the oldest man in America. He was like this old black dude. He looked like he was carved out of ebony and he was smoking <laughs> a cigar and drinking whiskey. And he's like, every day I have my cigar and I have my whiskey. And they're like, we don't know how this motherfucker's still alive. Like we do, like, it doesn't make sense. Like he just drinks and smokes and just keeps going. I think that you die once you give up. I think yeah. that once, once you decide that like, because my grandparents, when they all died, they had all sort of, you know, with all due respect, they'd given up on totally. things, you know, like they were just like, okay, I guess we just watch Fox News now and, you know, hang out and they died like really quickly. But if yeah. you have a purpose, I think you live a lot longer than that. And, and that's their version of crawl, like a dog crawling under the house to die. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Know? It's the exactly. same concept where you're like, I'm not quite ready yet, but there's no there's no further chapter that happens there's and no then they like, get they, they they go to doctors and they get more and more medicines right and on medications and they're like oh it's like you said like this is what's keeping me alive and it's like no i don't think so i don't think yeah. i don't think that, the, that it really matters and, and so, yeah. um yeah Wick, wicked city <laughs> yeah we're back sorry yeah yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah. we're back yeah we're and back. we're back light tangent yeah it's like a little after we go on a long rants about kanye and covid and our Jews. long kanye covid yeah and that started off a chest that started off a chest by the way yeah that, that with, was, with, that, with vibrating anal beads because i love that guy i love the i love the chest I, his chest. I heard a lot of stuff about the ass right like i heard a lot of stuff about how you can bust if you put stuff in your ass and so mm. I was curious one day and I like, I put, I bust without my just FYI. Yes. It's straight up. Never. Yeah. Well, no, it's... but like busting harder. Come on guys. Stop. But like, I, 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 I tried putting my thumb up there once and it was very uncomfortable. Didn't work. Yeah. I don't think it's ever your thumb that does it though. Right. <laughs> like. Well, I was, yeah. doing it and I was, I was, I, I had my thumb and I was trying to stimulate the, the prostate, you know, I was trying to like get in there. Is that shallow and, or you got a big ass thumb? <laughs> no, I just put, you put it in your butthole. What are you talking about? Like it's, it's supposed to be right there. You just put your finger or thumb or whatever in and I think it's closer. To put no, nah, it's like to the base of your spine. Damn. So I have to put a bigger thing in my ass is what you're saying. Yeah. You yeah. put a bigger thing in my, in your ass. In my ass. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah at that point it's gay I, i'd have to say As a, yeah I, yeah Which i don't think, yeah anywho sorry the the brings the, uh, us to the wicked city right like it brings us to rape and i guess not butt stuff but uh no there was no I'm, butt stuff i was ready i was ready for butt stuff to happen it, it surely didn't 
I was it waiting for it. There was a lot of mouth stuff. A lot, a of, lot mouth of mouth stuff. stuff. Oh, yeah. She gets like really kind of violently <laughs> mouth fucked. In the this. tentacle. Was that like, not a tentacle? Yeah, it was a tentacle thing. Okay. Yeah. That's what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I don't know what, what, what happened there. Because like those guys seem just like regular old ruffians that you would sick on a, you know, kind of like Death Wish. You know how those guys like break into the, the family's house in Death Wish. Like it seemed kind of like that. And but that was started to be tentacles. And what is the I, I'm sure this is like such a anime 101 thing. What's with the tentacles? Like what? I mean, they just love <laughs> seafood that much. No, like, there's a there's a painting from 1609 called The Fisherman's Wife. And it's the first time in in Japanese history that there's it's a woman who's being uh, her pussy's being eaten out by an octopus. It's a really hmm. funny painting, too. In like, 1601? Mm hmm. Uh, oh nine, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Or 19, 16, 19. Yeah, 16, it, was, it was. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. yeah 16, it was more modern. Yeah. That's, than that's 16, the sixteen nineteen project. <laughs> <laughs> but like one of the tentacles is like wrapped around her booby, and like the octopus is eating. Oh yeah. It's, it's a really funny picture because the octopus's eyes are like looking at her, like, "Yeah, bitch, you love this shit." Um, yeah. So there is a long. I think that up. when you're a when you're a seafaring people a fisherman and you're dealing constantly with sea urchins and, and octopus and squid and shit like that. I think you start to look at shit a little bit differently. Yeah. Like, you're just like, that looks might, like a pussy. That's cool. I might yeah. Fuck this thing. I might fuck it. So they're like hentai, uh, whether it's Urotsuki Doji or wicked city or whatever, like the tentacle stuff makes a lot more sense coming from Japan Although I guess there are other seafaring nations that don't have tentacle rape. Yeah, like so Sweden. Is, Sweden doesn't have that, do sure. they? Sure. Yeah, this is one of the core questions of our uh, of our show. Actually, is like what makes Japanese people so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we haven't really gotten to the because this is like an anthropology sociology podcast. Right. You know? Right. Totally. We haven't really gotten to the heart of it, but there's a a storied tradition of this kind of stuff right yeah i that scene was kind of crazy and like how were they watching it too like I, that would seem like some weird like screen that they were kind of watching it through or like some like hologram yeah that it was, was like a, the screen of god it was like yeah that you know, was this projector in the sky is like casting it on the ground and it's like look what we're doing yeah and what really made me nostalgic at the same time i'm not that i watched stuff like that as a kid but like it looked like batman old school batman to me like yeah uh or yeah. not old school batman but i guess for me old school batman yeah, early yeah, 90s yeah, yeah right. mark hamill joker you know like that right. um like that one that's that's kind of how it, what it reminded me of so like i always loved that type of animation maybe because of the nostalgia uh factor mm-hmm. for me so that was fun that, it's a little more accessible for me than just getting into like the crazy like like what does that show mix that we were gonna watch uh, yeah like yeah. which i will it's say tough. to defend i i the pitching scenes that's the first that's they the were. best pitch that's the best pitching i i i did that as uh, for a long time like that was like what i wanted to be when i was going to grow up like and i was pitching and like they got it right the hissing of the ball the popping of the glove the like whip of the arm and like the, the motion a lot of movies really just they they do everything for baseball except for like a good throwing motion like that's just something an actor can't do they can learn john wick martial arts but they can't fucking throw a baseball Mm -hmm. you know and 
so seeing that that was beautiful in, in that so a couple a couple nostalgic points in the agitator source material thing for me was uh were those two yeah I'll, I'll say about mix i wish it was like an hour and a half movie or something yeah totally yeah there i didn't like hate it yeah 24 episodes i was like oh and there's and there's no fan service there's like that hint at incestuous like you know kind of weird shit totally going was. on but it never goes anywhere and you're like if you're going to introduce something like that in an anime you have to go somewhere the year was 1619 <laughs> and our we were at sea and your mother had fallen overboard and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly but now uh i always want to call it wicked game i don't know why i always want to call this wicked game like the chris wicked isaac game. song <laughs> yeah i always i don't know as well as or like erotic city for prince like those two songs a little hybrid yeah I do it's like a wicked game though i like listening to that song sometimes when I'm, i'll just put mm. that on and it, it's a good song right like no nobody okay no, I, I like it I like it's it. It, it, it's growing it's grown on as a kid i was like this is gay like when i was a kid mm -hmm. but now it's one of those ones where like you get older and you're just like no nah, i get where he was coming from it's a total <laughs> mom song like, like i'd make this on, now yeah. i'd make this now it would like it would make sense for me to like if right. i was a musician i'd be like okay i could see this coming out and being like yeah that's for me are there of you guys like mu musically inclined? Uh, Sai is for sure. Well, you what? You are too, man. We no, we I am together. Like so, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you're definitely. like you're the guy that's like that's a, a sharp G. Like, you're, you're, <laughs> you're like that. <laughs> you're you're that guy. Yeah. I'm just the like this slaps. You know, I'm that person. Well, we used to, we used to do a lot of beats together, and Glenn's took that way further than I did, even like solo. And then I, but yeah, I I learned on guitar growing up basically my he, thing. no yeah he built a guitar for we had this eighth grade project <laughs> uh, we've already given up enough about our childhood it doesn't even matter yeah, let it be, like, yeah, yeah. yeah we had this thing called an eighth grade exhibition project where like you just had to do something and, like some people were like this was mesopotamia the water and it was made out of clay and stuff and like they would show like irrigation systems and then he's like oh i built a guitar and then he would go up <laughs> there. I, what did you play? What did you play up there? You like shredded in front of everybody too. It was like very Ferris Bueller, like eighties style, like or like uh, uh, or Marty for, McFly. You yeah. played. What did you play? Well, we played for the talent show. We did the ocean by Zeppelin. No, no, but I thought but, you played. I thought you played for on the thing, solo. I thought you played it like just something solo. What did I, I did something? I might have did. Here comes the sun by george harrison yeah, there you I go think, yeah. i think i was it yeah okay yeah because yeah. <laughs> so yes he's yeah. very musically inclined i i have good taste i'll say that much and i can i'm like a collage artist where i could sample and like put drums over it and stuff but i don't have the talent yeah glenn rockney like i say this unironically it probably invented vaporwave before it was like called what it is like we used to make beats like that and we'd be like this is retarded but this sounds cool and then like oh, yeah. 10 years later it's like wait didn't we like this is like the same yeah. sample we used like that time we fell asleep together in the same bed yeah that was <laughs> tell, that was tell that, one. tell that one dude yeah, yeah i think i did but like we didn't have listeners uh, um, here we go so we yeah. used to yeah we used to like make music <laughs> and he had this like little like tin can fucking house out on like this weird homer simpson power plant beach like in yeah. central california <laughs> yeah. it was just like it was like if you were two guys were gonna go elope somewhere and do some shit like it was in the house it was like broke back island like or something yeah. and and uh <laughs> yeah, broke back cove and uh the, the uh so you know we, we used to have we used to have records on route i would show up ahead he'd be like hey you know, you're gonna be the weekend here. I'll meet you, meet, meet me at the house. I'll have records on records, and we would just listen to like random. And a lot of the stuff we'd get from, if you listen to like rap and stuff, it's a lot of it's soul, funk, 
jazz yeah. things like that so we'd have a bunch of those records um now his his mom used to make edibles yeah like industrial strength edibles and like it wasn't like a, a weed cookie where you'd eat the cookie and you're like oh this, well it tastes like weed but uh it's cool thanks man yeah, yeah you know like her shit that you couldn't tell she'd have to label it in the house she'd be like okay now the blue peanut blue labeled peanut butter cups <laughs> like don't have those you know and yeah uh, like she, she'd, she'd like have that and uh so one time we we're, were like getting it in we we're putting together this cool beat tape it was a pokemon beat tape um mm-hmm. if you find that if you find it guys it's it's me it's us i'll, I'll say it i don't <laughs> care uh, if you find that on the internet it's somewhere there's a media fire somewhere i know yeah, there is for sure and um and this <laughs> this we're chopping it up and everything and we have this soul yeah. record playing i i want to say it was something like the manhattans like something no, was, really like i think it was commodores <laughs> it was you the remember yeah yeah that's how important <laughs> of course this was i remember for you. that's yeah. how important this was for you yeah <laughs> and forget. uh and uh yeah it was i think you're i think you're right though it was the commodores playing so his mom comes in and like that album's playing we should just let it play for the whole entire time we were like smoking blunts and everything yeah and there was just like comical yeah, amounts of weed in the house yeah. mason jars full of weed his mm-hmm. mom comes in and she's like hey i made you guys a uh, ice cream cookie sandwich yeah right i thought it was just dessert you know <laughs> and yeah. so like we're, we just we fuck it up you know what i mean like we we, we just fuck it up and she goes could you tell it was medicated <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like nope yeah <laughs> and then, uh, all of a sudden i wake up in the morning i like i wake up in the morning and we're like sleeping in the same bed like you know what i'm saying like and, yeah. and like and the record's like, still uh, spinning i think too the record's yeah. still spinning it's like it's like it, it, it yeah. happens like old movies close are like on that to, close on yeah close, yeah no nothing happened and uh and and like, you just hear, like the, dude, yeah me, you yeah. just yeah yeah <laughs> and uh if anything he he was the the girl yeah if anything but, yeah and uh yeah. all of a sudden we like we wake up we're just like whoa whoa you know what i mean whoa yeah and uh then we're just like want to go eat some burritos or something yeah yeah it's a great bro story it's a great story i it pops in my head whenever you see like an old 70s movie where like the record's playing and then like the the thing the needle's off like because they they Mm -hmm. just never changed it you know (laughs) well what happened yeah but anyways you're asking about music i'm sure we were getting somewhere with that but oh that's a good story (laughs) so yeah it's about music and we're gay yeah he's you know he's good at is unlocking weird parts of my brain like he's real good at that like david just it'll just pop in like like he's like does you'd be a good therapist but like a based one you know like the one (laughs) that would be good hell yeah i like that your mom made these yeah well that was her job because she she was it was like the early wave of legalization in cal medical medicalization in cali you know and she her, my mom and dad divorced right and she she never like she was always a housewife she never worked a job or anything she's just like what am the fuck am i gonna do you know i was still in like high school and all that and uh and right around the same time my aunts started a like a cannabis club one of the early ones and they're like, hey, like you're a good chef. Can you just make us all our our fucking chocolates and shit? Oh, and yeah. so there was like a time when she was like, she was working for the club and kind of trying to hide it, but not really. And then I started smoking weed, and I was trying to hide it from her, even though we were all like doing, yeah, taking you out know, the like same fucking mason jar and shit. Yeah. And then finally, it just in our whole family, it just broke, and we were all just like, oh yeah, this is cool, you know. And uh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was our livelihood for a while. Sure. you could have some real have indie art you... movie made about your family like a real like indie art style movie of like the guy the real smart like 
for sure. guy <laughs> who's like family is all kind of like hippie kind of you know just uh, you, could, you could definitely have one of those like con film festival winners let's do it i was driving down the street the other day and uh i'm not a big weed guy yeah uh and i saw because <clears throat> there's weed shops everywhere because oklahoma is one of those places where you know oh, you yeah. can buy it everywhere yeah and there was on the marquee it was like you know we have the 100 milligram thc gummy here like sold here and i saw that and i thought that like if you take that wouldn't you just die mm, I, <laughs> are I you guys wish. to the point where you could eat that and just no be fine like five ten is my upper limit yeah to five ten, ten times that much is crazy dude yeah. yeah yeah i was gonna say because like i got i bought this stuff i was listening to the duncan trussell podcast and he was yeah oh, this, like yeah. lumi labs uh microdose thing uh-huh. and each, each gummy is like three uh-huh. and i would take that and i'd be like oh yeah fucking, i'm high bro yeah so yeah. uh i saw that 100 milligram one and i was like that seems like a stunt like yeah i yeah. feel like you would die if you took that there's no turning back from that too you're on that roller coaster yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, no, hundred percent. Oh, who's that? Okay, Dave, who's that guy that you? I've heard you talk about him on a few other podcasts. That like lecturer that you listen to, like rel- relatively regularly. He's like a kind of like Watts. Alan yeah. Watts. Yeah. Okay. Oh what, yeah, yeah. What's the deal with that guy? <laughs> His deal is really so. I'm really fascinated. By I don't know him at all. I just I like when yeah. people are really excited about somebody like a lecturer because I want to makes me want to listen to them. Yeah. So. <clears throat> In the late 60s, early 70s, there was this group of people who all congregated around Esalen in California, mm-hmm. like this, this kind of hippie, uh, the people like John Lilly and Terrence McKenna and Alan Watts was one of them. And I'm fascinated by these guys who were like white dudes who became fascinated with Eastern culture. Right. Okay. So uh, Watts was a Buddhist and a Taoist and a person who who was who read the Bhagavad Gita and the Ramayana and stuff like that and was able to translate that into kind of Western speak and make it digestible. Right. But these guys were great speakers and they could go extemporaneously for hours about any subject that you wanted to. And by the end of it, you know, tears would be coming out of your eyes because you'd be you, you would think that you had discovered some deep truth about the the universe and the world and how it works. And Alan Watts was one of those people. He died relatively young. I think he was 53 when his heart gave out. Um, but when you listen to his lectures, it's just kind of a masterclass in how to speak to a crowd of people. There's a, a specific episode uh, of the podcast that I listened to. So his son, Mark Watts, uh, puts out a podcast on Spotify called being in the way, which is kind of a play on words. Cause you know, you're in the way, but it's also, you know, being in like Dow means the way, right? So it's right. being in the Dow or being in the way. And, uh, there's one episode where he talks about being God and how we're all, you know, eyeballs that god looks at the universe through and he does a an experiment halfway through where he starts to pretend to be god and take live questions from his audience uh so it's his audience asking him questions as god and him giving them answers and they're really fucking good Mm -hmm. like they're good answers 
about the nature of reality and uh, how, like what we're here for, what our quote unquote purpose is, um, the meaning of everything. So, so yeah, I fuck with Alan Watts, dude. Like he's a, I listen to him uh, probably every morning. Cause there's like, there's 400 hours of him recorded. Uh, and so I'll just put one on and take care of my kid. Oh, yeah. And get reminded that there's a reason to to be here <laughs> at all. I love that. I love. Yeah. I mean, I'm like I love Taoism. That's my main. If there's one mm. of the things that I like, it's that. And uh, have you ever read a book called um, The Chronicles of Tao? No. That's a cool one. That's like a. It's like a kind of a biography ish. Uh, not an agro. A biography is the one where someone else writes it about someone else, right? Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. like the one of the last grandmasters in China before the the government, the new government came over and kicked everyone out in the forties, you know, and like burned the temples down and like said that it made Taoism illegal, illegal essentially, right? And so he was like the last of the lineage. Um, then this grandmaster, you know, it, it, like he was from this wealthy family and his parents forced him to grow up in the monastery by the time he was like seven or eight. So his whole life was living, living on the mountaintop with all these monks basically. Yeah. And uh, it's just the craziest shit, but he was an expert in martial arts too and everything. And just, it's crazy like window into the underground martial arts scene of China back in the day, mm-hmm. which is so fucking based and like, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. It's... And like the, the, like the grandmaster, this old feeble dude who ate like, five goji berries a day you know like had to one of his students like like just started fucking off and like doing all sorts of crazy stuff and like illegal activity became this like criminal and they caught him and brought him back and the dude just like stopped his heart with one palm just boom just just fucking killed him dude it's crazy that's like that shit was real man like that's That's people had superpowers yeah yeah no it's cool yeah the Taoists are cool to me because it's all about just the opposites so yeah. when you think about the yin yang yeah the light and dark and then the light in the dark and the dark and the light mm-hmm. and the fact that everything is its own opposite like when you take that idea that everything that you see or hear or experience has its kind of you know evil twin yeah opposite of it but then also that everything is uh purposeful right and that the stuff of the universe is uh, in everybody and that we're all experiencing this thing. And, you know, we're, we're talking like our, our stupid Kanye and COVID rants are all part of a huge yeah. thing that, that all, that all comes together. Yeah. Uh, it's cool, man. It's cool. Yeah. It's the coolest philosophy religion that I've come across. And I went through a Buddhist phase and yeah. I, I grew up Christian yeah. So, you know, uh, I feel like a lot of a lot of authors and writers and pe- people like of that ilk gravitate towards Taoism, at least the yeah. cool ones, at least. You know? When you're when you're high strung like me, it's really nice for someone to tell you that, like, hey, it's not that serious, man. For real. And like <laughs> yeah. I, I used to run. I used to run or I mean, I still do. But when I would run, I would do the Tao Te Ching audio book in my headphones yeah, just while yeah, i was running like, oh no. my god dude because running's already kind of a way to get i'm yeah. so high strung dude like like i mean people can tell when they listen to the show i'm like the high strung one and stuff but like i am constantly it's, i think it's why i've gravitated to weed so much is because that like makes me sound just slightly 
little just a tad slower you know like oh, just yeah. it slows me down just a little bit to where i'm not just rushing through life constantly worried about something and when i would just listen to the Dao de Jing, i was just like they're like i you know some of the stuff i'm like i don't know necessarily what that means but all i think it was that thing i was just tripping about doesn't really matter that much man yeah yeah. Like, and you know, you see the way people conduct themselves on the internet right now, where it's like everything matters actually. And it's yeah. actually actually the thing I just discovered a month ago matters really insanely a lot. And I've like yeah. the Ukraine. Yeah. Like, oh, or just huh. this country had just found out existed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This this <laughs> thing this thing that I just that I just found out about. Like if if you don't come with me on that, like I don't know. I don't know if we're cool anymore. You know, that that type of stuff you you realize like if you just get a little sprinkle of dow right add a little dow protein boost to your jamba juice smoothie you know like <laughs> i have jamba juice on my mind lately um, yeah. i worked in i worked i did construct i do road construction so like whenever i work in front of a certain business i start thinking about it yeah. a lot and Old i didn't realize machine dude, <laughs> dude, dude. i didn't understand yeah. i was at first i was like does anyone still go to jamba juice they sure do oh my god it <laughs> was do. like yeah. dude, it was wine, back and forth moms do that's how they don't moms not survive the and i realized what why they changed the cups so i don't notice them in the wild anymore the oh, cups are just white styrofoam yeah it used, used to, to always be the white styrofoam with the the, the jamba logo yeah. they're just they're just soulless disgusting plastic glasses now yeah so you wouldn't <laughs> notice if somebody had because and and also that used to be the only smoothie you could get yeah like yeah. like back in the day nowadays yeah. you can get a smoothie anywhere like you can get any kind of smoothie if you see someone with just a purple thing mm-hmm. you know like a purple sludge drink you know, purple is a weird color because that could mean anything but you know like you you purple. yeah <laughs> it could be a lot of things i guess and they still use styrofoam but <laughs> the uh the people who uh you see them with smoothies especially in california that could be from this place this place and this place but i was working in front of jamba juice and i just noticed everybody was in jamba juice i was like I it was like to get like the the banana strawberry acai right mm. i remember like always wanting the acai because mm-hmm. it was like it had it boosted your metabolism so it had like fat burning effects and then i'd yeah, be like yeah, yeah put a scoop of protein in that bitch and i would drink <laughs> it and i'd be like dude i'm getting so healthy right now i'm so I'm jacked so right now off my 1200 calorie <laughs> smoothie yeah. yeah i'm so fucking jacked right now <laughs> yeah. that's cool it, about yeah. drama you could really choose your own adventure you could have like a smoothie but have it be like an orange creamsicle or like a chocolate peanut butter yeah. milkshake or something. Yeah. You ever go to Java Juice yeah, and then there's like this fat guy next to you that's like going to McDonald's later? Yeah. Like you can tell. Like, no, and the, oh, the pirates. Have you ever had the What's food up with the pirates? Java Juice? Like Wait, the, what? The food, the oh, the pretzel. The pretzels go insane. Like they go hard, dude. The it's soft good. pretzels there. That's a, that's a hack. That's um, a hack. <laughs> yeah, that's a hack there. No, I. I just what I you want to be doing is you want to be eating your entire breakfast at Jamba Juice. Yeah, can yeah. I just have five goji berries blended at Jamba <laughs> Juice, like so I can be like the Buddhist guy or <laughs> just tell yeah, them? I, yeah, I worked yeah, at Jamba Juice in Berkeley. And- Did you for like three days? That's manual labor. It was crazy. Yeah, it was, and oh my god, my <laughs> my boss was crazy. But it's great. I actually met this like really cool dude there. We were like the same age, and he was just like. He was so autistic. He would just like speak his mind the whole shit, <laughs> and like just be like, "Yep, this is what I'm doing." You just and, start like, grinding garlic louder to yeah. fucking not hear him. Into, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, this dude had like no filter, and I was just so like, I was just like, damn, like man, I was like, I'm envious, you know. I was like, I want that, you know, for for me, yeah. you know, but also not, you know. But um, <laughs> damn, I don't want to manage a Jamba Juice and just be, <laughs> I just be have no chill. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one of my first jobs was working at a at a hookah bar 
yeah. on the border in El Paso. What? It was called it was called the Q8 Cafe because the people who ran it were Kuwaiti. And uh, they would just sit there all day. And- <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> and uh, my my job was to yeah just mm-hmm. like go around and put hot coals on people's hookahs. And I quit after about a week. And the manager was like, "I could tell your heart wasn't in this. You don't care." Oh, about I love cafes. those guys. <laughs> yeah. It was a girl. It was a, well because girls are worse, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, when, yeah. When it's a girl manager, they're like, "You don't yeah. actually care about." Are you mad at cafe. me? Yeah, <laughs> it's like no, I don't. But I found out there uh, some stuff that stuck with me is that macchiato, macchiato means stained because you're staining it with the espresso. You're Whoa, interesting. You're staining the cream. Whoa. And uh, there were some people who were just really into. They were about that life, and yeah. uh, I just didn't give a fuck about yeah. anything because yeah. I was going back to my dorm, and I had this uh, roommate who played online poker all day. And I did walk in on him fucking his girlfriend to uh, LL Cool J, which was really funny. What song? Uh, wasn't LL Cool J the one that was like doing it and doing it and doing it well? Yeah, that absolutely. Cool J, right? That's yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah. That's that's probably yeah. the best one you can do yeah. it to. At least it's not he like head sprung or something. He was like he was like six four, and he was just like pounding the shit. Out of her. But then she kind <laughs> he of he was doing it well. Yeah, he was. She started kind of living there. And she was cool. She actually kind of looked like a bull dyke, which is yeah. weird. Like I didn't know why they were together, but then she got a dog and they started bringing the dog into the dorm. And I was like, Hmm, it's not really what you're supposed to, you know, like, no, we're, we're in a dorm, not an apartment. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say they were bringing the dog and something else. Yeah. Mama <laughs> said, knock you out. Yeah. But a wicked city on the dog. Yeah. Well, and this this I have a good one that'll actually bring us back to Wicked City. Um, The uh, (laughs) the uh, I was one of my first jobs was in uh, was at Borders Books. R.I.P. Done for Mm -hmm. Borders Mm -hmm. Books. Great. That was the best one. Yeah, and I I still favored Barnes and Noble slightly, but I loved working at Borders. It was actually really fun. I used to do overnight inventory, but my the Borders I I worked at was at that was in this outdoor fancy mall that only Persians shopped at, and it was it was kind of kind of cool. And like I'd see all the uh, this was when like Twilight was really popular. Everyone was coming in to buy Fifty Shades of Grey or Twilight, sometimes both. And it would it was uh, that was Hunger Games were just getting going to a little bit the books and um, and then uh, there was a, a manga section and mm-hmm. it's just depraved men. I, it was yeah. the coolest thing to see right before store closing. Mm-hmm. You'd see this like businessman just in the manga section, just locked in, locked yeah. in on mm-hmm. titties. Just, yeah. just, just stoically though, not shit. no yeah. facial reaction or anything. No, like, hey, what's up, man? You want to look? Like, none of that. I'm not involved. Mm-hmm. He's like, you can't look, actually. And he was just boom, locked in. And um, that was also what Wicked Wicked City brought me back to was just the manga, yeah. the stoic because manga. Because this used to be right? the only thing that you could see that had titties, right? I mean, right. Uh, I, there were other movies, obviously, at the time, but mm-hmm. we didn't have the internet. I mentioned that I could look up porn in like three seconds on on the phone but in 1987 which is the year after i was born you didn't have so like people would pass these vhs's around and be like yo if you time it right you can be to this you know Mm. and i think that that is one of the major reasons why the movie blew up the way that it did right totally is that that 
people didn't have like he took a big risk he he took a lot of shit for it but uh what are some of y'all's favorite scenes in this in this movie i definitely love the tie up spider web scene where he's tied up with uh his his uh partner slash girlfriend um and the 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 spider woman is all slashing him just just fucking him up just Mm -hmm. That part was cool. Obviously, the chess, the, the chess part. I think we all agree agree there. Um, love the um, classic. I hid the little sneaky guy in the bathroom. Oh no, he got out of the bathroom window. Oh no, he's <laughs> he's getting his shit fucking yanked at the at the rub and tug. That was That's, my favorite spot. I was yeah, that was that. The, oh no, that, and then he, that yeah. chick melt, melted. Her yeah, yeah. Turned into like buddy, and he's yeah. like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" He was just getting the cop in a feel too. And uh-huh. yeah. uh-huh. I love that she has to mention too that he has a huge wiener. She's like, "Wow, everybody he's does like, in this big old like, dog." Yeah. Our hero <laughs> Taki, he's well hung. Yeah, first scene. First scene like, is about that. Yeah, you know it's Japanese, so come on. Yeah, <laughs> you like, don't got a wow. talkie down there. You don't got a talkie down there. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was that was. Uh, I mean, the first scene's great too. Uh, I love the scene where where he's he's. So I'm I'm a big like in sports. You always want to find out people's height and weight and stuff. So like he says he's like six one one seventy six, but he's like three feet taller than his boss. Mm-hmm. and when, he, when his boss is like giving him the assignment and he's just the boss could like suck his dick like standing yeah, up yeah. and it was just it was the it was just so funny like to, to see that and then because I, yeah. I was like oh is this guy like 610 or something and he's like yeah. i'm 6'1 176 pounds yeah i was like oh man crazy yeah. i love he's the, got the his boss has the the mcgregors which they make a point to to make yeah <laughs> yeah all the clubs the golf clubs yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it uh wow. It gave me a lot of inspiration watching this because I've been seriously um, starting to write erotica. There you uh, go. And me being me, it's just turning into some like fucked up shit and also really good shit. I'm like, damn, this is this is bars. But uh, watching this, I'm like, that's kind of what this is doing. Like it gave me inspiration <laughs> because it's like it's a fucking porno. Like Wicked City yeah, 100%. is a porno. But it has a great fucking story. Like yeah. it's just, it's really good. <laughs> but it's like got great. It's a porn where my favorite shit is the fight scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, a huge. I don't know if this is too obvious or dumb right or not, but uh, it's like huge Blade Runner vibe. You know, very Blade Runner. Actually, yeah. that was a review. A review they got um, yeah. from. I let me see where it was. Was the uh, oh the Washington Post when it came out guy said it was like this is their attempt at blade runner this Word. is like japanese attempt at blade and it and he says it's also brave new world which yeah it's, i think it's better than blade runner actually i'm really i'm, not, I'm, I'm actually uh i liked blade runner 2049 for the original blade runner yeah uh, not I'm with a you. whole lot happened so i'm with just, you it's, it's the gosling it's, one it's is a, sick I the like that one. one is sick, but yeah. the first one, nothing really fucking happens in that movie. No, I'm with you. I yeah. couldn't even get through so I it. It, it off can be overhyped. Way. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I tend to agree. Yeah, sure. yeah, the original Blade Runner kind of sucks. Um, I watched the Chinese version too, the remake, the night. 19- oh, I, I got oh, I got yeah. a little bit of that. That was that that was <laughs> live a- that's live action, right? Yeah, I, yeah it's it's live yeah. action. I downloaded the Blu-ray. There's one on archive that I'll link to in the show notes, but uh, I had to get it's, the Blu-ray. It's the, the, it's the VHS route. 
yeah the yeah. archive one is the vhs rip and i got the like the, the blu-ray one just because like the the picture quality was too shitty but mm-hmm. that one goes fucking crazy there's so much shit that happens in that movie it's different because it's a 11 book series the first the anime is basically the first book but the movie is the second and third books so mm. taki is played by this guy who looks like hideo kojima He's like this little, mm-hmm. he's definitely not six one, one's <laughs> 176. There's no, no. Way. but uh, the demons in it are really funny because there's this demon that turns into a pinball machine. And then this guy like fucks the it's demon while it's, a, yeah. while it's a pinball machine. Uh, and like you see its face come out. And then the way that demon ends up getting killed. So Taki and uh, Ken, who's his half demon partner friend are in an elevator and it turns out that the elevator is a demon. So it starts oh. turning into like funky foam and trying to eat them and, you know, saying like, you'll become a part of my body or whatever. Another demon comes through, lets Taki and his friend escape, and then begins to reach into the foam and pull out like a carburetor and an engine. And he's like, I'm going to turn you into something fun. And so he turns the demon that's an elevator into a motorcycle and then begins to ride her uh, kind of like half raping, half killing her. Mm. And then he eventually like drives her off a cliff and she explodes. Yeah. I knew a few girls that were into shit like that. (laughs) And it's crazy. Like, like the scene is like, you know, the elevator (laughs) is killing them. And like this woman's head is poking out of the elevator and is like, I'm eating you. And then whenever he's riding her as a motorcycle, you know, you see her in like a, you know, kind of skimpy outfit. Like she's the front end of a motorcycle while he's riding her and she's like coming but dying at the same time it's really yeah fucking crazy and yeah. i i, I want to the special effects in this are very similar to another movie that kelby and i talked about called Hausu, where there's a lot of f- effects that look fake but are also really cool and i want to see movies make a return to that because mm-hmm. special effects suck anyway like if you've right, seen right. the the lord of the Rings show you know what i'm talking about like that that shit just looks like garbage and nobody likes it but if you intentionally have a movie that has shitty special effects it's actually kind of cool and not in like it's not ironic Mm -hmm. to to like that shit it's just it just looks cooler well that's the problem i think that the problem you'd run into now is is the director would be doing it ironically and it would kind of like kind of fuck with you a little bit i think like it wouldn't be like from their heart you know like because i'd like to see somebody like actually do some like kooky evil dead shit you know like right where just like oh my gosh or like peewee herman large marge turns into a fucking you know weird kooky little skeleton thing like like i'd like to see that again too i just wouldn't want to have it be like i don't know some I'm trying to think of who's a shitty director out right now. Like somebody doing that to just kind of be like, look what I can do. I can do this, you know? And, and well, it's like, kind of like, kind of like Robert Rodriguez. He's yeah, like, that's really, a good one. He's, he's hit or miss mm-hmm. because I think spy kids is a good integration of what I'm talking about. It's a good movie. Like, I think spy kids is good. I think sin City's good, but Rodriguez can get into this territory where it's, you know, was he, like, was he whole- dusk till dawn? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, but he was also like the the, the, the grindhouse movie, 
That was uh, yeah. the Grindhouse one that he did, Planet Terror. That would have just made a really cool movie, just, yeah. if it was just a movie, right? That they just decided to make. Uh, Death Proof was trash, and uh, I've tried to see. I've I've started to see some Death Proof revisionism, mm-hmm. but uh, that movie sucks. Grindhouse sucked. I saw it three times in the theater, but it sucked. <laughs> three times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Explain that. Sure. Movies, dude. I used to just go watch movies. Oh, okay. I used to. I used to to really like movies. I don't anymore. I like anime. When uh, there was more of a variety, when it felt mm -hmm. like shit was good, like you know, because this was 2007. Grindhouse was 2007. 2007 was a banger year for Hollywood. You had No Country for Old Men. You Mm -hmm. had There Will Be Blood. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. You had uh, I think Little Miss Sunshine came out Mm -hmm. that year. Maybe there was. There was just like all across the spectrum. There was like that was really good, and then that was whoa, that was amazing. Um, so I used to like I used to do the same thing. I'd watch movies and be like, "This is trash," and I'd watch the whole fucking thing and be like, "Yeah, that was terrible." Now I'm like, if it starts to look like trash, I'm like, I'm not spending any more time on this. Yeah, I I I went to go see the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movie three times too. Yeah, I mean that's that's not a good movie. I wanted to do revisionism on that. I wanted to do revisionism on that so bad. It's not good. I tried watching it again the other day and was like, I love Tomb Raider. So I love the whole IP. I love everything that Tomb Raider. I like, I like most of the games except for Angel of Darkness, but uh, the movies are, they have not figured out how to make a Tomb Raider movie. Yeah. But I, but I like, why can't, why can't, okay. So I, again, I, I hate one thing I hate, and I don't want to be accused of this guy because I hate when people aren't really into something, but they, try to change it you know they're like hey, actually i would be into it if this happened the thing that would ruin the entire thing uh <laughs> and so like why can't anime return to like wicked city anime like why can't why would that be better or no because like i i like that that caught my eye a little bit better mm-hmm. that's uh that's a good question I, I, was I most of this just, stuff like it seems like the 80s i know about like akira right mm-hmm. i need to watch that again it seems like a lot of these late 80s stuff was just like for anime bros that's like a lot of people's favorite like the people right you hear about yeah. it like people like it yeah yeah well it's yeah. the same thing that happened to everything else right like yeah. it got focus grouped into oblivion and mm. they uh, the p it's it all comes down to who buys shit right yeah so yeah. if you yeah because like japan City, is hyper capitalist as well as 100 percent. yeah yeah. And yeah we get um i didn't ever I, it wasn't a conscious thing on our part but recently we were called by somebody or they were they were pointing out they were like are y'all talking about old shit though right i'm like do we oh i, I hate that and then i'm like oh yeah we do i guess but i hate that so much you know, people i said about our music stuff too i'm like i don't uh-huh. what what am i going to talk about music now like you know yeah. everything about the artist because they post everything yeah like oh what am mm-hmm. i like i can't create fun little plot lines in my head from something because i but i can from something that happened in 1974 yeah. you know i can pretend <laughs> i can like create a fun little like like kind of james elroy like like bastardization of their character i can do that but now it's like you can't actually they posted that they don't like that actually so your story's bullshit you know like they can yeah. do that now there's no fun plot lines to music oh, like rap, rap beefs all have paper trails now all these things like you don't get like fun secondhand legends and stuff so mm-hmm. you know 
like it's the same thing that old stuff i hate when people say oh you guys like old stuff like and it's like people say that about things from like 2017 i'm like that's not old to me no i hate that yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh what are you the fuck are you talking about if you just google wicked city right there are articles about it written from you know 2017 on that all talk the the only thing that they want to talk about is the movie's misogyny right yeah it's it's when that it has is, a hero female character, by the it way, it sure does. Like, who does get raped about seven or eight times, but by by her old friend, like he was like he was like a DSA guy, like his old like yeah. leftist friend, her old like <laughs> leftist friend from college. Like, ah, oh, you're a traitor now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> rape you. Just, like, just do whatever <laughs> I want to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, that was also a funny scene too, like where it was just like, but then she was like, ah, ah, he right. gets out of it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. gets out of it, but she's kind of digging that. That was my DJ, thing. I was like, DJ she kind of was like, yeah. she was like, just get it over with kind of thing. You know, like, yeah. it was like, and then uh, I remember this, yeah. you know, and, and <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, uh, Those people that are on Twitter, are, do they try to go after like these old based 80s porn animes? It's weird, man. I mean, sometimes, yeah, sometimes they do. But a lot of these uh, animes get grandfathered in, I think. Right. I think that it's understood as a relic of its time, like an artifact or whatever. It's one of those um, things where they want to be like, and it's also the proof to the hypocrisy of the whole thing where they're like, we love this thing, but you can't do it today. But it's yeah. like, but you love it. So why yeah. can't like if I did it right now, you would be mad, but you love that it exists. So yeah. The what? rules are the shit used to be better, but the rule changes were good. And it's like those people <laughs> that say that, it's like, well, why yeah, were they better? Yeah, it doesn't make any then? sense. Yeah, it doesn't make why any were they better? What, yeah. <laughs> that's what Kelby and I are trying to do, like with our books and stuff. Like, I'm just trying to bring back this kind of like the book that I have coming out, the book that Kelby has coming out. Like we're just trying to bring back this feeling, you know, like back when things didn't have all these rules yeah. attached and to ignore them. the rules. Don't ever acknowledge that there are because that, that's the biggest, biggest issue that people have, like the Ricky Gervais stand up people is that they always acknowledge the elephant in the room. That is the rules where they're like, you can't say this anymore. Can't do this. Can't do that. Just say it. Just you do just it. Do just it. pretend, pretend that nothing changed. Yeah, that's why I'm sure that's why your podcast is doing well. Like why this podcast is doing well. We don't even have that many like like listeners. Like I, I every day want the number to be more than it is, but I'm always just like I care less and less. Like I'm just like really. Let's talk about this now. What do you mean? Rare candy is like kind of uh, like are you being for real right now? Well, I I mean I don't know. That's the thing is nobody ever tells nobody ever talks about how many they have. That's the thing. If you ever talk to a podcaster, it's always like oh no people people listen you know. And then, like, I, for me, I'm always, like, that number just, like, like, I want it to be more, you know? But I think that's just the psycho in me. I mean, mm-hmm. I look, it's I, there's people that come to me, like, randomly. And there's people that can't admit that they like us. I mean, just because, like, you're talking about people who think, like, polio isn't real, you know? Like, like you can't really... <laughs> You know, I, I get that there's certain people. It's like I can't really like boost that one, you know, on my corporate account, like on my company <laughs> account. Like I can't, I can't really let that one fly. Yeah, Kobe like, and I have it easy because we just like Japanese movies. So, but why? But but authors are like like it's funny. Authors should be like more reserved, but like 
Adam Lear is like one of my good friends on the internet and he yeah. doesn't give a yeah. fuck, dude. Like, and no, you no, guys no, no, don't no. either. He's an that's, exception. He, and yeah, and we too. We're yeah, no, but everyone I know, I'm saying every author I know is like, doesn't care at all. Like, no, it's authors like, suck. They're yeah, the of worst. course. They're of not course, allowed dude. on this show. We could, fuck we could writers. rant, we could rant forever. Yeah. Like, I, they yeah. always DM yeah, me. They're like, Hey, love the show. They'll see it blown up. They're like, Hey, love the show. If you want to talk about whatever, I'm like, get the fuck out of here you don't yeah. listen to the yeah. show yeah no, they, they, <laughs> oh, they, that's my favorite yeah there's there's people there there are people who just like won't ever interact with my twitter account right so but i know that they're watching because they'll like replies to things that i said but they don't want to people to see that they've liked my tweets you know uh, yeah, no, the writing community is completely libtarded. You, you know my take? You know my hot take on why it sucks? And this is, like, one of the things that's, like, I don't know. This is going to break a lot of people's brains. It's all white people. Mm. And that they, like, when you when you literally don't have any kind of multiculturalism in right, your right. life, you don't understand shit yeah that's but they're the type that are all defensive they're like like well we got to make sure that but really they're like gatekeeping black voices like like grant womack who's on broken river with us like he writes really good shit but he doesn't know how to like play the race card because he's not like that yeah it's not natural though. so so like yeah so it's like and he just like writes shit and he has like white people telling him you should write more like POC type shit or whatever. And it's like, bro, stop, stop being mm. like that. <laughs> yeah. Just started, we started blowing up once we stopped giving up about that. It's, that it's the number one truth, dude. It's like the minute, like anybody who's ever like had starting a show and they're like, oh, I did this episode, but like, I don't know if I should ever like put it out. It's like, well, I just like, put it out, dude. So I can put it out. I guarantee you, for one, you're not going to, it's, it's not nobody's listening to you with like Ebert and Roper style reviews of your podcast. So like, don't trip. Like they're gonna fucking hear it, and they're gonna they're just glad you gave them something, another thing. Most of the time, like because that's how people cons- consume podcasts at work is like, give me more things to listen to. And uh, I just like put it out. If you if you don't love it, if you're constantly chasing audiences, that's probably not for you. But if you absolutely love it and like need to do it and you feel the need to keep going and and you do sense that some people kind of like it, just keep going, man. Like put it all out. Talk about some artists that you like that know. That's why Jack is so amazing, because he'll just be like, I'll talk about this thing and you're going to like it because you like me. You know, Uh like that's that's his whole thing. It's like, I'm going to tell you about this book that you don't know about. You're going to listen to this entire thing. I'm going to tell you everything that happens in the fucking book. And you're still going to go read the book because, you know, Mm -hmm. I like it. You know, mm-hmm. and that and that's the way you got to talk about things instead of this whole like, well, what do people want to hear? You know, it's like, no, you're a curator. Be a curator. No, Jack was the big. He's the big prototype. I, think, I do. Yeah, me, that dude is a fucking doing, game changer. Doing what we doing? Because, uh, yeah, because like you said, everything you said, basically, like he doesn't care. He just says whatever he thinks about whatever. There's no equivocation. There's no, and he pairs it with art that he actually does like so it's it's positive and negative you know and yeah uh, and yeah it took uh it took me getting canceled by uh the lit community and then just having a podcast with kelby where we talk about anime and takashi miike movies and shit and all of a sudden it's like the biggest thing we've ever done that's sick like (laughs) it's like 
okay, so people weren't reading my books and now they are. Uh, nobody cared what I had to say. And now they're tuning into this podcast. And it's like, what, what is the, the, the secret sauce? And it's the, it's the Jack formula. Like you just people can talk. sense when you're do when you're being organic and authentic and there's not these layers like that, they have to peel back and, and mm-hmm. uh, to find out like who you are. And there's a longing. I think I, if I could say one thing that was a good shift in COVID like that happened in COVID was that people were so starved for content that they were down for like more meandering work your way around a few points content. I think rather, I think podcasting before COVID, a lot of it was very like tight 10 minute segment, 10 minute segment, 10 minute segment, Mm -hmm. spend a week, edit the episode. You know, I think that's what a lot of podcasting was uh, sans like Rogan and stuff. uh, uh, The people that were doing it for a long time. Uh, Mm -hmm. A lot of people were, that was how you made a successful podcast. But I think COVID people just wanted conversation so bad um, that you can just have a conversation. And if you have interesting people, then that's it i mean that's that's it, that's it. yeah that's i don't it. even i might not understand any of your references or anything but if i sense a good conversation happening while i'm doing this menial task at work this fucking stupid thing that like i feel like is worthless and and really makes me feel so small when i feel like i'm this big large person that has yet to reach their potential you know if i can listen to that cool conversation when it happens i mean i guess the key is to be a listener be a consumer of the thing that you're making because it might actually help um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and break down some, some walls that you have trouble getting through. Cause you see how, how you like to consume things, I guess. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's actually this very innovative art medium where the, totally the genre of podcast, where it's just, because it gives you this, like, um, this like intentional eavesdropping thing, this like selective yeah. eavesdropping where we're just talking especially this show like i watched both of these movies today because i thought we were going to talk about mix and i was trying to watch it and i was like damn this show is like kind of too fucking long and pretty pretty gay and then so it was like okay and i was the one who threw out let's watch wicked city yeah Uh, and so today i watched both of them and then was just like no notes come in here and no no notes never notes talk about whatever the fuck we talk about never notes (laughs) let's you can know I, I can tell when people start podcasts too, like because I, I listen. So people I like, if they start one, I'll listen. And I'm just like, I don't want to be the guy that like reaches out. Like, Here's how you do it, man. But like, you know, there's certain things you can tell. There's just like, man, don't plan your show out, man. Just find out if you're interesting enough as a person. Just push yourself into the water. See if there's sharks, man. See, see if you see if you if you can navigate around there and uh, make sure you know. Don't people aren't going to listen. You're not going to be the notes podcast because there's already like Ira Glass. There's already like those random. Why would you compete? Exactly. Yeah, you're not going to compete. Same thing with, with books. Like, why would you try to compete with what's on the Oprah Book Club? Do something different. Yeah, like with my sports stuff, I'll just I'll talk about it like a regular sports fan in a bar because you're not like allowed to talk about that anymore on the internet. But I don't ever acknowledge that you're not allowed, and I'll just say like, "Fuck that guy. That guy's a fag. Catch the ball." You know, like I'll say that, and it's like I I'm sorry. I've been in private circumstances, private situation with libs and everything, watching a game. Everybody has that reaction saying that no matter what their politics are. So I know that's what people actually want to hear, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like, I know that there's, you you know, finding that actual thing in the back of people's mind that when you get past all the like checkpoints to get to who they are is, is, is what I like to do. And, and just, I, th- I know he's real interesting and and 
I know I just I just like to talk, so it's fun. Uh, that's that's why well, that's you guys why podcasting. Are good at it, yeah. You guys are super good at it. Rare, rare candy. Everybody, listen. Yeah, Kelby, you, you want you want to take yeah. us out? Where where are we going? Where y'all want to go? Uh, uh, to bed. I gotta go to bed. <laughs> All right, you want me to tuck in, you in? I gotta be up in uh, five hours to Oof. write my twelve hundred words. <laughs> what so. if I turn into a spider? Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, just four take, four-legged spider. Four-legged I take spider. you out and I turn into a four-legged spider. Yeah, I was explaining that part to my wife, and I was like, uh, "I did that too. I did the exact same thing." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "She turns into a spider," and she was trying to picture it. She was like, "So, so she like has like a spider in her pussy," and I was like, "No, it's like teeth. It's like a Venus flytrap." And she's yeah. like, okay, "That's not really a spider." Uh, she was like, "I was like, well, she doesn't really have like eight legs. She just kind of like does this thing." And she's like, "That's not a spider." <laughs> I was yeah. like, okay, "She's not. She shoots webs later on." Okay, she like kind of like girls. In Mario sixty four, they had those things that would just float on the water that had legs, really long legs like that. That's kind of what that reminded me of. They were like these little like water straw bugs. And that was like the way that thing moved. It was yeah. Kind of like that. yeah. Yeah. That was, I don't know. I, I think it was Mario 64. But yeah, I, I explained that to my wife too. And she was just like, oh, yeah. Again, she grew up with all Asian people around. She went to a high school with all Asian people. So like she already knew like the hentai game and all that. So mm-hmm. like the, the secret like hentai uh, trade at, at their little high school um and so she she always knew that like that was perverted my dad works with nothing but japanese guys and he's always just like yeah something's like just a little off about those guys that's what we're trying <laughs> to find out in the show and yeah like what as it goes on hopefully we find out more and more yeah he's like great like, guys man great guys but you agitator know. is about uh celebrating japanese art but also trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with japanese people yeah <laughs> they're uh, they're right. just they're fucking weird dude don't separate the art from the artist, but just find out more about the artist, man. What's your, what's your deal? Why did you do this? Like who, who comes up with this kind of shit? Yeah. Like, well, fuck yeah, man. Who, well, that was... who comes up with a woman who turns into a giant pussy and then yeah. absorbs right. a man, tries to read his mind, gets shot. And then, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's fucking weird. Right. One thing about Wicked City. So like the end, I like how a lot of these, uh, this is like a very Japanese thing too, where you have all of a sudden you have a meaning, like a thesis of a movie at the very end of it. Yes. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like all of a sudden it's about racial harmony and everything. And yeah. Like, and, and it's, it's like, in pro-life. It's like, it's a pro-life movie. It's about like carrying a baby. There's yeah. a, the bad guy gets impaled on a cross, you know? So there's like religious symbolism, but yeah, you're totally right. They, they get to the, the final third of the movie and they're like, what are the theme? Wait, we don't have themes in this movie. <laughs> Let's just throw do. it all at the end. Yeah, just do it all at the end. That's something I'm going to adopt for my own writing. I'm going to yeah. be like, this, this is a very... I guess what like M. Night Shyamalan does. I feel like he's made a career of that where like it would just be the movie, movie, cool cool and then at the end he's like here's why why you know and here's the the, the why this is okay why did they yeah. get old on the beach why yeah does the beach turn them no off? he has that new yeah. one on apple tv the show and it started out as a really fun premise it's called like the servant 
or something and it started out really really fun and then it was just like actually when black children go missing it's they're 75 percent less likely to be found by it's like all right man what yeah okay yeah it just becomes right. that's the twist now i'm just like <laughs> all right man the Miss- twist is it's an infomercial yeah the the twist is yeah it's, it was just it was brutal man i was like man you were you were this close man like you were just so it, it was we were almost there but he's uh, a he's directing a movie from somebody from our circle uh paul tremblay yeah paul yeah paul tremblay yeah. is that's uh, sick guy, yeah yeah he blurred my first book and now he like Trem- uh Shyamalan's turning tremblay's cabin in the woods into a movie called cabin i think it's oh like i think cabin, isn't there a trailer the out for the that? world or something yeah yeah, yeah i see, Trem- I see tremblay it, yeah. doesn't fuck with me but he blurred my first book so i'm keeping it and so yeah you know. I mean, you got you got to hold on. He's to that one, one of those people who kind of like disappeared. He's like, oh, this guy doesn't believe COVID's real. Um, oh no! <laughs> and I and and I I have allergies, so, so yeah. He's, he's said, th- you still you still said my book was good, so I'm keeping it. <laughs> yeah, they can never take that one back. Mm-hmm. You liked my book, man. You can't unlike my book. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Can't, can't take it back. It's in print. Go Should watch. Voice. Boy, Wicked, should, boys. yeah 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 exactly wicked city's great i, I liked it yeah. watch wicked city watch the wicked city the wicked city is trippy it's something <laughs> it's, it's insane um uh end notes on that just like capsule review of the differences wicked city versus the hong kong the wicked city it's interesting seeing different interpretations of basically the same material. Uh, yeah. Wick, Wicked City 10 to 10 anime. It's up there with Akira. All it's the greats. really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go watch that. Listen to Rare Candy. Subscribe to Agitator. We're making movies and I might get to the point of just publishing my shit through Agitator. So if you want to read Yeah, I like sh- what you guys do with your Patreon. I, I really do. I think that I I think it's I think it's cool. I like the little I, I've been wanting to do that too, just little short things that you just dump on there, you know, like and every time I do, it ends up just being longer. And then I'm like, oh well, that's just an episode then, you know. So <laughs> but like like every time I wanted to, but I like just the little the fuck Twitter ones. Like those are cool. They just pop they just pop in. Like having like, having kids helps, you know. Cause yeah, I put you on a timer, huh? Yeah. You're, you're with, yeah. Well you're with a baby all day. Yeah. And you're like, well you have an internal clock. And I can't look at my phone because if I pick up my phone, my son yells at me. Mm. Like I'll, I'll, I'll look at the phone. He'll be like, ah! I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm, that's I'm beautiful. Down, you know? But that's beautiful. <laughs> so that's that's I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't be on my phone for about 12 hours a day, which yeah. is why like most of my tweets are, you know, late at night. Like I'll do like five or six because it's just shit that I've been thinking about. But hell yeah, man. The fuck, the fuck Twitter stuff is just because uh, I can hold my this little guy, this Tascam recorder thing. I have, I have that exact just one. Like, yeah, just talking to it. It's a lovely piece of equipment. Well, boys, I appreciate you guys having us. Uh, yeah, you guys are you guys got to yeah, come back you. on our show again anytime. Uh, anytime. That was that was fun. Yeah. People loved that one. And uh, yeah, hell yeah, guys. Cool. Thanks right, so much you. for coming on. Later, Thanks guys. For watching the movie, and uh, you know, talk to you later.